What's going on, friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I am your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Ninja 73 and on today's very special episode on February 3rd, 2020, that's right, I'm dating the episode. I don't know why, I just threw it in there. I have the gift master himself, Mr. Corey Cudney. Um... It, we, we talked, a little, as you can t- tell by clicking on this episode, a little bit over two hours, but it was a wonderful two hours of getting to know each other because we haven't had a whole lot of interaction uh, on the interwebs. Um, Corey's a great person and a great kind of funny best friend. Uh, we, we talk about everything from The Flash to his uh, growing up in Texas and moving around to different Texas cities. I have him rank them. Um... He talks about his editing work, how he gets those gifts up so quickly after the events just happened live on Twitch. Um, we talk about uh, uh, our New Year's resolutions for 2020, as well as a crazy band camp story that involves pool cues. That's right, pool cues. I mean, you're just going to have to keep listening to figure out what that story is about, but it is a doozy. Um, but before we get into getting to know Corey a bit better, uh, I just want to let you know at the end of this month, February of 2020, um, kind of NYC, myself and Mike, we will be there at PAX East. Um, we got a bunch of community things lined up, uh, including karaoke, the PAX pre-gamer party, which happens on Wednesday night where they have even smaller indie developers at a bar next door that we can just go hop in and talk to them and play their cool stuff. Um, we're, we're going to the What's Good Games meetup. We're going to uh, just hang out at a bar at a hotel bar right next to the con. Um, we're also doing the RT community party. Um, that is the only thing that's ticketed. It's 20 bucks. You get pizza and drinks. And uh, we just hang out and have a great time. All that information is on our Twitter and on our website, kindanyc.com, or at kindanyc on Twitter, as well as a list of all the PAX East panels that have a best friend in it so far. That we are going to try to go see if you are listening to this and you have a panel at PAX or you know of a panel at PAX that includes a best friend. Let me know. Let Kinda NYC know. Let Mike Towndro at Mixtowndro know. And we will add it to our schedule and try to be there to support because having a panel at a PAX is freaking awesome. And I want to make sure that the best friends are there to support you and hang out and, and get to see the cool things that you are doing. But that's PAX. Not everyone can go to PAX East, which makes me sad. But you know what you can do? You can get to know Corey a little bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this.
the gift master himself, Corey Cudney. Welcome to Best Friends Talk Funny. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Thank you so much for having me on. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have you in and, and get to know you uh, uh, a lot better because I know yeah. of you of just gifts, which is crazy, <laughs> which is which are everywhere. And thank you for them because they're amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, thank you. I think you were one of the first people on the Facebook side of things to really embrace them and like call it out as like, oh, these are Corey's gifts, like when people oh, yeah. post them. So, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I should be thanking you for that. Oh, anytime. <laughs> I want to make sure credit is given where credit is due for sure. Um, let's let's start there before we get into like where you're from, because obviously, if you're on Twitter or on Facebook, and you you see a kind of funny gift, most likely it's come from you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where where was that all? Uh, where did that all come from? Like, how why did you want to start making gifts for kind of funny? Uh, so I was working at a news station over in uh, Amarillo, Texas, good old KVII. And mm-hmm. uh, I had a producer at the time who came in, uh, I was editing commercials and the producer came in and his name was Ron. And he was like, Hey, did you know how easy it was to make a GIF? And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. come o- come here. And he showed me and it's like, Oh, it's super easy. You just make the video file, throw it into Photoshop. It's nothing. And I was like, Oh, that's dope. And I was thinking about it. And then like later that day or the next day, uh, somebody on kind of funny mentioned, I think Andy mentioned that if you search Greg at the time, the only gift that popped up on Twitter was the, I like little boys and they like me gift of him. (laughs) And he was like, somebody please make some gifts. And I was like, what a coincidence. I now know how to make gifts. I'm a video Mm -hmm. editor. I don't really like what I'm doing at work anyway. I like editing. I love editing, but I didn't like what I was editing at that point in time. Sure. And so I was like, I'll just start making them. And the first one I made was the uh, Greg like spins around in a chair and he's like, hi, I'm Greg Miller and I endorse this message. And uh, he immediately like uh, replied and was like, oh, email this to me, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay, cool. And I email it to him. And then slowly like Joey hopped on the train and Andy hopped Mm -hmm. on the train and like slowly I was like, I guess I just do this now. And then, like you said earlier, uh, most people don't know me other than like, oh, he just makes gifts. So I was like, okay, well, I'll start streaming these gifts. And then the first time I streamed, uh, DiGiorno followed me and I was like, what is this? And I quit the stream and Greg was like, hey, we're doing kind of funny games showcase. Do you want to make the GIF? And I was like, yeah. He was like, no pressure, but if you want to stream again, I'll share it. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll stream again. So I immediately jumped back on and all these people jumped on and everything. And it was like, wow, this is my second stream ever. And this got like 60 concurrent. So I was like, this is dope. (laughs) I've never hit that number since then again. Sure. But since then I've like still tried to keep up streaming every once in a while. So you can kind of get the personality. Cause I also ran a YouTube channel for like five years before I even. Oh, no way. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. I've been editing for almost a decade now. Um, just in various forms. And I was like, man, yeah. So everybody knows me as the gift guy, but also I've got like all these other little things over here. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's been crazy. And I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that this group of people I admire so much, uh, would pick me up on gifts. Never would I ever thought that part (laughs) of it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but like on Twitter, like kind of funny and the gifts are like synonymous with, with, with each other. <laughs> so like, I'm sure that's kind of like a surreal thing where oh, you see yeah. people use them all the time. Yeah. It's nuts. It's really crazy. And, and I've, 
it's one of those things I do it at my job too with the job that I have now, but I'll uh, kind of funny. We'll tweet out and they'll use a gif and I'm like, Oh, that's my gif. And like, it's yeah. like weird. And then like replies will be like, Oh, I made that gif. And it's just like yeah. one of those things you have to stop and you like smile and you're like, this is really weird. Like yeah. I made yeah. this thing and people are using it. And so, yeah, yeah. no, I totally especially after like a, like an off chance thing where someone that you were worked with was like, Hey, do you know how easy it is to make a gif? And like, yeah, look where it led to now. <laughs> it's insane. I don't know where Ron is now. But yeah. man, like he, he definitely helped me. I, like it was, yeah. I, without him, yeah. who knows where I would be right now. That's Yeah. <laughs> uh, so before we get into all that other stuff, um, let's start at the basics. Where okay. are you from, Corey? So I am from a very small town in Texas named Pampa, Texas. It's about an Pampa. hour away from Amarillo, Texas. We are known okay. for nothing other than like tornadoes. Pampa specifically known for nothing. Amarillo's got like its own little zeitgeist because it's got uh-huh. that uh, 72 ounce steak that you can get for free and it's got all kinds of weird stuff going on there. But is that like I, one of the eating competitions thing? Yeah, it was on Man Is it like within food. an hour? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh yeah, so you have an hour to eat a 72 ounce steak and it's like two or three sides or something like that, and you have to clean the plate. And it's like, I can't do that because I'm a little baby boy. And if I get a mm-hmm. mouthful of fat, I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. I'm out of this, man. Yep. That's I'm been with my you. whole problem. <laughs> so so uh, I'm in Pampa. I was born in Pampa. And uh, I grew up there for a little while. And then we went to the oil town of Midland, Texas. You're going to see a trend here that I've never left Texas in my entire <laughs> life. And so I lived in Midland forever. And then I went to Amarillo. And then... Uh, thanks to this job here, I moved down to Austin. So now I'm here. So I've hit up four different Texas cities ranging from very small. I think Pampa had like 8,000 people. And then, Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Austin's at like 1.2 million and the traffic <laughs> yeah. is horrible. And I'm just like, ah, mm-hmm. it's crazy, man. So out of the, out of the four cities that you've experienced living in, uh, can you quickly rank them from best to worst? Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't remember anything about Pampa, so I'm going to put okay. them in, in dead last uh, because I think I moved there when I was four. Gotcha. Uh, okay. I'm going to put – okay. So from best, I'm going to say – I'm going to say Austin is best probably just because of everything around it. So I'm going to say yeah, Austin. you probably got a lot to do in Austin yeah, like yeah. at any moment. Exactly. There's a ton of stuff to do, and it's, it's great, and my job brought me here, and it's got stuff like RTX where it's like I used to have to be like – all right, guys, I'm taking off from Wednesday to Tuesday of a week. And yeah. then now it's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be gone on Friday, but I'll be back on Monday. So it's, oh, nice. I don't yeah, have yeah, to yeah. rent out a $1,200 hotel or anything. Like, it's so Ooh. much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, Amarillo, probably. Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. That's where I learned to drive and stuff. The, more, the longer I've lived, I'm the, gre- the ripe old age of 23 years old, almost 24. <laughs> and the more I've learned, I feel like the town that you live that you learn to drive in is a town that most people are pretty um, uh, nostalgic for. Like that's like yeah. a pretty good one just cause like, you know, the roads and you're like, mm-hmm. I've got it. Um, and that's where yeah, like, that, my parents. That's a good point. I've never, yeah. I never thought of that. Like, yeah, if I'm in my hometown, like I don't have to worry about where I'm exactly. going. Like I, exactly. I just know, I don't know the street names. I just know how to get you just to where know I'm how going. To do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's I, a good this point. has been a working theory of mine for a long time. <laughs> Is that, uh, so that would just leave Midland in three, because that's where I went to uh, grade school and middle school, and then I moved to do high school and uh, my community college in, in uh-huh. Austin, or in Amarillo, sorry, uh, and then Pampa in fourth, but. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm so trying to think, I've, 
I've heard of Midland before. Why? Yeah. Friday Night Lights. Um, That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. a big big football town. It's a big oil town. That's apparently mm-hmm. now it's horrible to live in because everything's super expensive and like hotels are all booked out because the oil oh, companies damn. are yeah. doing their thing. But yeah, no, I I moved out in 2010, so I haven't. I, I go back. My mom still lives there, so I go back gotcha. there every once in a while. Um, so, uh, I've had, I, I believe two people now, uh, on the show that have been from Texas. Uh-huh. Um, what is your favorite thing about Texas that you want other people who are not from there or, <laughs> or haven't visited? Like what, what makes you happy to be a Texan? So this is going to sound really corny and I just, I, I can't get around how corny That's it's going to sound. Go for it. Um, so when I worked at the news station, uh, in Amarillo, Texas, it's right in the Bible Belt. Everybody's got cowboy hat. Everybody's got a big truck, and they uh-huh. all drive around, and it's a whole thing. That's normally what trucks do. But they, <laughs> they, being in Amarillo, there's a lot of little cities around it that you would still cover. And so we would go out to little cities and film stuff and everything like that. And we met this ranch guy who was super nice. We were filming a commercial with him. He had cattle that we wanted to film for a commercial. And so we're getting wrapped up and everything. And his wife's like, oh, come on in and sit down. She baked us a like tray of cookies to sit down and eat. And she gave us milk and she let us take (laughs) the cookies with us. And I was like, this is such a quote, Southern hospitality thing that I had never, oh, I forgot to mention the weirdest part. The guy took us out to eat and paid for our dinner. There was three of us at a steakhouse it was like an $80 ticket and he just like, he didn't get anything. We filmed his cows. We didn't film him. Like he didn't get any recognition out of yeah. this. Like, so that's probably my favorite thing about Texas. Now in Austin, not everybody's all Southern hospitality ish. Sure. Some people are in the hustle and the bustle, but uh, you're, yeah, you're talking to a New Yorker, Corey. I know oh my God. <laughs> there, there's, there's no Southern hospitality up here. Everybody's no like, way. screw you. Get out Ex- of my shop. Exactly. <laughs> You pay me now. You film my cows. Yeah. You pay me. You pay <laughs> I don't me. Think, yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. That's that's one of my favorite like Texas thing, and you can really feel it when you get up into the panhandle of Texas, where it's like everybody's like really nice and people like let you in. That's something I've learned here in Austin. You put on your blinker, and it's like a challenge. People are like, "Do you do you think you're gonna go in that lane? Because I'm not gonna let you." Whereas uh-huh. everywhere else I've lived, everybody's like, "Oh, like come on in, man. Like just we share the road." So yeah, that's yeah. my thing about Texas that I like. And like barbecue is really good. That's so, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I have to ask, I think I asked everybody mm-hmm. from Texas that have been on the show. Um as an East Coaster, never been to Texas, never been um mm. in the in the South. Uh and as a big man, I I know my fast food. <laughs> is Whataburger as good as everyone says it is? <laughs> oh my god, let me tell you. Okay. So <laughs> I, again, I'm going to go back to that, that news station. We yep. were like right down the road from a Whataburger. And there is a burger that they have called the Aju Burger, where it's two patties with like Aju sauce and mushrooms. Sorry, it's called the Mushroom Swiss Burger. And it's got mushrooms. It's got Swiss cheese on it. And I no, legit had that probably two times a week. It's one of their like festive things. Uh-huh. And then moving down here and starting my whole like, weight brigade thing where i'm gonna try to lose weight i was like i wasn't even thinking but those burgers are like 1600 calories a piece (laughs) and 
Man, Whataburger is one of those things. My family doesn't necessarily agree with me, but I'm one of the diehards. It is so gotcha, good. There's okay. a sweet and spicy bacon burger. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I'm I'm right there in it. Like, it's so good. I'm sorry bringing it up because you are on this weight loss journey. I can see you getting all excited. Like you want to go right now? For oh my a god! When there's one on the way to work uh, that I pass all the time, and I'm like, I could do it. I could freaking yeah. break loose, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of the weight loss journey, you look great. Congrats oh, on every, all the weight loss. Uh, how's that? Uh, how tough was that to get started? Um, weirdly enough, to get started, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I um, so Jackie, one of the community managers over at Rooster Teeth, mm-hmm. um, for the first time in my knowledge, at least, started posting uh, things of like, "This is what I'm going to do for Fit for RTX. This is my workout plan." Uh, but it's super easy to get started with. It's like, I can't remember the beginning charts, but it was something literally like two push-ups, or it's like, mm-hmm. it was like just a few of each. And then it like gradually got worse yeah, and worse. Yeah, yeah. And by the end of it, it was something like plank for two and a half minutes. And I was like, mm, nah, I'm, I'm good. No. But mm-hmm. so once I was already in it, like that was good. And I'm one of those people that I love Dr. Pepper. That's another like Texas thing, but I love Dr. Pepper. And so that was one of the first to go, unfortunately. And so all of that stuff was relatively easy because I live alone except for the cat. So it's one of those things, if I don't buy it, it doesn't go in the house. Uh, If you're like with a roommate, I guess that could probably be way harder. But it's like, all right, I'm done with bread. I'm just not buying bread anymore. Or it's like, all right, I'm not buying mashed potatoes or I'm not buying potatoes. uh, But there's cauliflower mashed potatoes in the frozen aisle now. I'll try those. Those suck. Like, I'll try something else. Like, Uh it's been a lot of experimentation. But uh, to get started specifically, it really wasn't too bad. It's been um, the way that I've done it, I really recommend is it's been a slow burn of it's like eight and a half months now. But it's like now I'm one of those suckers that do the intermittent fasting thing where mm. I don't start eating till 10 and I stop at six and yeah. I have an Atkins bar for breakfast. I don't have a real breakfast except for like the weekends. And yeah. I try to stay away from carbs as much as I can. And so it's one of those things. I'm at 79 pounds. I'm not going to do the Twitter awesome. official post until I hit 80, but I have since I'm, I'm under 200 pounds for the first time since probably middle That's school. Awesome. It's yeah. it's crazy. And uh, it, it sucks because I threw away all my middle school shirts a long time ago. <laughs> but now I'm like, man, I can wear those XL shirts now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, give me those band t-shirts back. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's I'm trying to get to 80. Or, yeah, 80 is where I'll just like, okay, I'm not going to weigh myself every night anymore. Because mm-hmm. I do it every night and every morning just for my morbid curiosity to see how much you lose while you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, have you also done the thing, like, after you use the bathroom, you weigh yourself before and after? So, I used to do that in college. <laughs> this is way too much information. Uh, but there are very specific times where you're like, I think I should weigh after this. <laughs> like, I think this is a... But most of the times, no. No, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. it's not a... Regular. I have this. I had the same thoughts in college. There, there's no shame in that game. Uh, Ring Fit's been a huge help too, man. I I was oh yeah? feeling myself in a in a lull there, and then uh, Ring Fit came out, and I was like, eighty bucks. That's a commitment. But also, I was like, I'm gonna try it, and it's I'm on day forty eight of that. I go like three oh, nice. days on, one day off. Um, but it does really good. I mean, it's it's really helped a lot with it's like, oh, you did forty squats 
in this 30 minute period. I'm like, damn, it didn't feel like that at all. Yeah. So, so yeah, I That's highly awesome. recommend that for people who have a switch too. Very cool. Uh, do, I'm guessing you can't use that with the switch light, right? You need a, a detachable joy con. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good yeah. point. I was about to say, I don't know, but yeah, you're right. You do, yeah. you detach them and one of them goes on your leg and one of them goes in a little wheel. And you feel okay. silly doing it, but God, Nintendo with the with the, with thoughts, the accessories, man. Like, man. They are I, whenever nuts. you think they go too far, like they, they just they come back with something else. Push it further. That <laughs> yeah. and Labo, man. Like what are oh they? Oh my doing? god, yeah. It's it's crazy. I, I laughed very hard when they said the Labo VR thing. I was yes. like, wow, really, Nintendo? <laughs> okay, <laughs> man, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so we talked about Texas and you mentioned it earlier about editing. That's kind of what you do. Um, Mm -hmm. how'd you get your start in editing? Have you, did you always want to be an editor? So, uh, a funny like roundabout, I was thinking about this on the way to work this morning, actually. Um, when I was probably, I don't know, 13, 12, 13, 14, I don't know. Thanks to Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty, I wanted Mm -hmm. to be a games journalist. I was like, this is my thing. So I wrote... I sent at the age of 12, which you really shouldn't, but I just sent uh-huh. out feelers to different like things of like, hey, I want to write whatever. I want to w- write a piece. And so uh, a guy from Canada, who I can't remember his name anymore, but I wrote for his site called Game Boys for a little bit. And then I wrote for, funny enough, it has come back um, thanks to Alan Muir. I think it's thanks to him. Um, but uh, VGU.TV and its first oh, wow, iteration, okay. um, uh-huh. I wrote for that with with people that are now at like IGN and stuff. And so it's crazy to see where they've gone. Uh, if you go on YouTube and you type in my name, uh, my mm-hmm. Battlefield 4 review comes up. The audio quality, absolutely atrocious. I don't know what the <laughs> review is. I don't know what I gave it, but yeah. So I used to do written reviews and then I got into video reviews. And then in 2012, I was big into Achievement Hunter with the, uh, with the like the Let's Play Boom, if you call it. Yeah. And uh, so they did their Achievement Hunter weekly update, and I was watching it, and I was like, well, this is cool. This combines like my love of gaming news with like this video editing stuff. I could do that. I had a MacBook at the time. I was like, mm-hmm. I have iMovie. I can do this. And I learned really quickly that it's way harder than that. But I gave it the old college try anyway. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I did that for a little bit. Ended up starting a new YouTube channel, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to go full Let's Plays, like full Let's Plays. And I was like, Borderlands 2 comes out next week. I'm going to start a Borderlands 1 Let's Play. So I started the Let's Play, and I sent it to IGN's YouTube channel. I don't know who was running that channel back then, Uh but uh, I was like, hey what do you think about this? It was weird. I don't know why I sent it to IGN. They didn't do Let's Plays at that point. It was mm-hmm, super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but they actually messaged me back, and they are like, hey, it's it's not bad. Like, there's some tips we could give you. But also, why are you doing Borderlands 1 when Borderlands 2 comes out next week? Yeah. So I was like, good point. It's a good point. So I <laughs> jumped on the Borderlands 2 trade. I did Borderlands I, 2. I imagine it was Fran that got that message. I know. That's I always want to send it to like one of them and be like, "Hey, who who responded to this? Because this yeah. is really cool that y'all did." Mm-hmm. And so, and you were how old at that time? Uh, at twenty twelve, I'd have been fifteen. Fifteen. So, okay. Yeah. And so from then on, I just started at it. I did editing for five years at the YouTube channel before I got hired as an editor. I went to college in that time for MassCom, mm-hmm. um, and graduated from college, got a job at this news station. 
I worked that for two years and then I got a job at this game studio here in Austin. And so I've been editing now for seven and a half, whatever, how many, ever many years that is. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's crazy. I, if you would have told me in 2012 that I would be working at a place where a big Master Chief statue is in the lobby, I probably wouldn't yeah. have believed you. <laughs> That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What is the, the hardest thing about being an editor? Uh, for me personally, it's like coming up with the ideas is weird. I'm not really a great idea guy. I'm really yeah. good at um, like starting the project once you've given me like an outline and I'm like, dope, let me jump on this and running with it and everything, especially in after effects, because it's just like your imagination is the limit. So it's, it's really tough to get started and to really like visualize it. Um, I'm still in the stage where I feel like I need somebody to check me where I'm like, I, I, this is like where I'm going with this. Tell me what you think. And uh, most of the time it gets like a good thumbs up, which makes me mm-hmm. feel like I'm just a self doubter, a serial yeah, self doubter. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but also sometimes it's, it's little things like I'm working on something with lightning right now. I've been looking at so many free- Kyle. I've been looking at so many streams of lightning bolts. Okay. It's yeah. unreal. And uh, <laughs> my boss is like, okay, well, it's a little too fast. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll re-look at it. And then, so, you know, you do little touch-ups and it just makes you go insane. But I love it at the same time. Like I said earlier, it, it's it's the biggest blessing, but also the biggest curse is it's yeah. the only limit is your imagination is what it's going to be is what you want. That's why I love the gifts so much because it's mm-hmm. like, there have been so many gifts that I see something, I'm like, well, it'd be really cool if I do this. And then like, I did it or whatever. And it's like, some yeah. of those end up really good and some of them end up kind of bad, but it's, it's the, the flip of the coin, I guess you could say. Yeah. You just explained some, something, uh, to me, which is like my biggest hang up for editing. Cause that is something mm-hmm. now that I have a new PC, I want to kind of teach myself and, and yes. do it. Cause I've always, cause I've been, I've been inspired the last couple of years. Like I want to get into the content creating thing and I want to learn mm-hmm. as many skills as possible. Yeah, which is why I'm, I'm podcasting, mm-hmm. why I'm editing audio. But like video is something where I did something very rudimentary. Like um, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot what kind of funny day it was, but the big thank you video from the community. Yeah, I put yeah. that one together. That was like 45 nice. minutes something, oh, and that cool. was on, done in Adobe Premiere Elements. Like it was <laughs> it barely, like it would freeze all the time. It would freak me out. Uh, but like you explaining having to watch so much, so many, so much footage of lightning. Like mm-hmm. stresses me out. Like, oh my gosh, so it's... many options and like, what would work the best? And yeah, we oh, uh, man. another one that we did to to simulate time passage was uh, moss growing on a structure. Oh, okay. And I, it was one of those things that it's like, if you show me, like, I know what a time lapse looks like, but you're giving me a Photoshop document of a building and moss covering the building, and you're saying, okay, make this look like it's you know, time passage. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but how do I, how do I even approach this? Cause yeah. you can't just like make it go up the building. Time lapse is like frame by frame. So you got to make it look, ch- it's been, I watched so many moss growing over stuff. And then it's, it's a lot of being like a student of the craft and stuff, but it's yeah. just, it's so much. And like you said, it's, it's a struggle because I start to feel guilty when I come home and I don't, you know, try to hone skills or whatever. Cause like you said, it's like, you try 
especially in the day and age we live in, if you want to be competitive in the market, you kind of just have to be as good as you can be in everything. Mm -hmm. And so it's so nuts. There's been, especially when I was putting together that kind of funny day video um, for Tim, it was like, I would work all day. I would come home. I would make dinner and I would sit down with dinner and I'd be like, okay, what do I need to do? And then I just start editing until like 10 and then I'd go to bed. (laughs) And then that's why I bought a laptop for on the road for uh, changes, which we didn't need until literally like the day before when Tim was like, oh, you have like, there's, there's one misspelling. Can you do this? He was like, it's not a big deal if you can't, but there is a misspelling in the title. And I was like, God dang it. I have (laughs) such a bad problem because I'm a chicken picker, but I'm like a fast typer chicken picking. Um, I have such a problem with misspellings in my videos. That's I almost put mm-hmm. up a gift today, Toilet Toads, where I misspelled toilet. <laughs> and <laughs> I had to scrap the tweet. I deleted the tweet because I had already posted it. Delete the tweet. Go back into After Effects. Fix it. Re-render. All that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah. No, spelling, spelling sucks. Well, it, it does. I'm very man. happy that autocorrect is the thing on phones. Because <laughs> there's so many times where I know it's not spelled correctly. I just press a couple other letters and wait for the wait for suggestion yeah Yeah. i'm Uh, like all right good that's what it's supposed to be i'm I'm good (laughs) um but for someone uh like me and i'm sure there's others probably listening that want to get into the video editing thing Mm -hmm. um where is in your opinion since you've been doing it for such a long time what is the best spot to kind of learn and learn the editing skills is it things like um like the linda online courses or is it just kind of like Watching tutorials on YouTube, where, where do you think is like the best spot to start? Yeah, I mean, honestly, what you were saying just a second ago, Premier Elements, when I worked at Best Buy before my uh, uh, news station job, I was already editing. Um, when I worked at Best Buy, that's what I would recommend for everybody is Premier Elements um, because it's, it's a one-time purchase. You don't have to like commit to anything or anything like that. Yeah. And it's like way easier to do um, just Premier Elements. And then also, sorry, my cat's in my it's face. Fine. <laughs> um, but also, uh, yeah, YouTube tutorials is where I've gotten most of my stuff. It's been a lot of, one of the biggest things that, I don't know if you can find it easily anymore, but one of the, one of the biggest things early on for me was Trevor Collins from uh, Achievement Hunter posted yeah. a video of how, back when he was an editor, of how he edited the Let's Plays. And learning multicam oh, yeah. editing and stuff like that. I remember that. that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was such a big help for me. I watched that probably three or four times of like, like, oh, this is cool. Also taking notes is way bigger of a deal for me. Um, I guess that depends per person, but I love documenting notes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's stuff. I mean, YouTube tutorials, there's a lot of really good YouTube channels. Uh, Mobox is really good. There's going to be a lot, but like film learning, stuff like that. Uh-huh that I use all the time that it's like, and then sometimes I'll just Google a problem or Google like, you know, lightning. But then also I, and this is like super hard to get, but somebody in your life, like my boss today, uh, speaking of lightning, going back a few steps, um, who was like, oh, I see that you're like using this old advanced lightning plugin from After Effects. He was like, you can use Video Copilot has a free Saber plugin that has lightning. And I was like, Oh, I would have just never known about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody in your life that has been doing it, cause he's been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's way better than I am at everything in that, re- in that realm. Uh, but somebody in your life that can do stuff like that. But if you don't, I mean, YouTube is easily really good about that. Nice. 
Uh, and uh, when you're not editing, and mm-hmm. before we get into like the fun stuff you do when you're not editing and working and stuff, um, you also have uh, a podcast all about editing. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, something RTX last year got my fire, my blood pumping. Yeah. Fire in my blood. I don't know where I was going with that one. <laughs> but uh, it got me inspired, and I was like, but everybody has a podcast, and you know, you have to find your, you have to find your thing in podcasting um, where it's like, like you're a great example of like, nobody else has a podcast yeah. showcasing the great community. It's like, yeah. that's such a great idea. Uh, but like, everybody's got a gaming podcast. Everybody's got a, you know, talking podcast, whatever. A movie Blessing. or hobby or whatever it is. Blessing was just saying that maybe on his episode of yours, that's uh-huh. blended together. I've watched a lot of Blessing sure. stuff lately. And, uh, but Blessing was just saying that we're like, everybody's got, uh, one of these generic podcasts. So what can you do? And I was like, well, I know editing. And I was like, but I don't have an editor friend that we could just talk. And then even then, like, what would you do for an hour? Be like, Oh, yeah. did you see that new premiere update? <laughs> like, I sure. don't, that's, it would be weird. You got to find and, a way where the listener wants to like actually be hooked and not exactly not feel yeah. so out of the loop where you're like over, overhearing. That's not the word. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking at? Like snooping in on on professionals talking in a field you know nothing about. Yeah, exactly. Like like, you, you, like there's got to be some sort of like laid back kind of feeling, I guess, to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so that's that's exactly kind of where I was coming from. And so I was like, well, what I can do is just bother these really good editors and yeah. see what they do uh, and see if they will answer. And so far it's been really, I mean, I only have one season of six episodes um, and there are a few very familiar faces like Snowbike Mike and, and uh, Pixel Brave in there and Roger Picorni who does all the retro yeah. replay editing and a lot of the kind of funny editing who has been, I just learned yesterday that he's younger than me, but he has been my mentor in so many things in <laughs> yeah. um, super basic stuff. Like uh, when Tim hit me up for this video, I was like, Oh, I've never sent an invoice before. How do I send mm. an invoice? And so I hit up Roger and it's I was like, little things. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Roger, what, what do you, you send these guys invoices? What do you send them? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah. So, uh, what I was doing is I was like, I'll just hit up these really big Hollywood editors and then try to fill it out with people who are in this community that I'm already part of that are making really cool stuff. Um, and that are doing really cool things. Yeah. And so it was, I think the first one was Jim Everly who hit me back up, who had, who was like the lead editor of like Spy Kids 3D and who was for Technicolor worked on like Thor Ragnarok. And yeah. then he was the lead editor for Game of Thrones seasons five and six. And that was the big one for me. I was like, dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also worked on like Iron Man three and stuff. And so we chatted, he was the very first one I ever, ever interviewed. So I was like, wow, I am jumping into yeah. this. Like, <laughs> Just completely blindly. Like off a cliff, like a Nathan Drake. Just like, I'm in. (laughs) This guy's been editing for like 40 years and he's done many motion pictures and like, whatever, I'll do it. And he mentions like just casually early on that he knows uh, Robert Rodriguez. And he's like, yeah, I may move down to to Austin because that's where Robert lives. We're pretty good friends. And I was like, what? This is crazy. crazy. And so (laughs) I did the other interviews and then uh, Jeff Ford hit me back up. Uh, and he was the biggest one where he was the um, the Avengers, uh, all of the Avengers movies and all of the Captain America movies. He edited every single one of those. And it's like nuts. He's like really mm-hmm. good friends with the Russos and him and Kevin Feige are really good friends. And 
there's a lot of just like funny things of like who came up with the title cards for civil war and like because like when i make a a video and i i just get to do whatever i want for a title card it's like well i have one boss who approves it that's dope but like when you're making a movie and it's a disney it's like a marvel and disney movie how do you go about how do you like because he just used Futura font which is like one of the most basic fonts out there mm-hmm. and i was like is there a licensing issue how did disney get about that and he was like oh no i just picked it and i was like oh that's <laughs> that's okay that's cool it's and, crazy how like you overthink something and you're yeah. like expecting this very complicated answer back but like no i just did yeah it. he's like i just used it in an early movie in my career and i really liked how it looked and so i picked it and i was like oh wow that's crazy <laughs> nice, yeah <laughs> Uh, and then like Jonathan Sims, who did uh, the Invader Zim, uh, Enter the Florpus, the new uh, Netflix oh, movie nice. had just okay. come out. So I talked to him for a little while. Um, the only problem that I'm running into is editors, just like Hollywood actors, have their own agents. And so uh, I have to go through an agent for everything. And uh-huh. so sometimes it gets to the editors. Sometimes it never does. I've had a few really cool agents hit me back up that are like, hey, he's like really busy, but we will forward this on to him and we'll let you know if he says anything. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. So it's, it's been really cool, though, to, to talk to people that are way above me in my craft uh-huh. um, and me asking them just like pretty basic questions of like, oh, how did you cut this? And, you know, it's, yeah. it's stuff cool, like – yeah, like when they were doing um, Avengers Endgame, they rented out a theater to watch dailies. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I have a 22-inch <laughs> screen at my studio to, to uh-huh. watch dailies on. That's got to be super inspirational, though. Like having oh, someone yeah. that, that you it's, look up to and just awesome. get to pick their brains a little bit. That, that must be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. been nuts. And I have a Civil War poster up over there, and I took a picture of it and sent it to my mom. And I was like, I interviewed He's on the poster. And I was like, awesome. I interviewed that guy. She's like, oh, that's okay. That's cool, I guess. And I was yeah, like, right. I guess. Yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Um, so like I mentioned before, uh, when you're not editing, you're not podcasting, you're not making gifts. What do you do for fun, Corey? <laughs> what are you Man, into? I'm, a, I'm actually kind of a boring guy. I always tell these to people. <laughs> I'm actually kind of a boring guy. And that will that will tie into, this is a tease, for later in our New Year's, in our, in our uh, Game Over Greggy yeah. podcast topic, that'll, that'll come into that. But I'm actually kind of a boring guy where I, there are games that I'll play. I'm a huge Infamous fan, Uncharted, nice. Last of Us. I'm a, uh, I'm a sucker for Sucker Punch, Naughty Dog, uh, 343, like, yeah. man, anything that they put out. Like, I'm, I'm, re- I'm replaying The Lost Legacy right now. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's, it might be like, my second favorite Uncharted. Like so many others, I slept on it. I think Greg was the one who said it on a podcast, and I and he was like, "I've been sleeping on it, but it's so good." And yeah. I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna take the plunge." And they've been throwing it on such good sales, like yeah. you know, over the years. And so I tried it. Yeah, it, it's so good, man. Mm-hmm. Lost Legacy. That is one of those that pun intended. It may be like the lost entry to the Uncharted series because everybody just goes in thinking it's a small little DLC. Yeah. And yeah, it ends up being a 12-hour campaign. It's oh like my Chloe God. and the, Nadine. Yeah, the the relationship between Chloe and Nadine are is so... Nothing against Nathan and Elena and, mm-hmm. like, Sully and Nathan. But, man, their chemistry of Laura Bailey and... Um, oh, I'm blanking on her name. Claudia Black, who plays uh, Chloe. Man, their chemistry's through the roof. And yeah, you can it see it so in the, all the cutscenes and stuff. It's so damn good. And having that, I think it's an MIA song, be the credit song, yeah. was such a surprise yeah. because Naughty Dog typically doesn't do that. And I was like, 
this is amazing. Like, yeah, this is awesome. It's real awesome. <laughs> uh yeah so uh playstation guy i'm guessing since you're yeah yeah, yeah so i have i do uh I, i'm a tri-system kind of guy i have Same, them all yeah. I, I do uh you know lo- not that long ago i would have told you that my xbox would have been my like third party guy but lately i've been on that trophy kick and so yeah. i've been doing almost everything exclusively welcome to on the PlayStation. club man it's been <laughs> I, so I got a PS3, not the launch PS3, but like the model after. So it doesn't play yeah. PS2 games, but it's still a fat PS4. And I still yep. got the Linux thing and I got the $6 oh, God, check yeah. and it was, it's crazy. <laughs> but like, so I've had it forever. My, my username is real dumb and silly, but now I'm so nostalgic for it that I'm not going to change it. Cause it's, it's my initials and then Shawn Michaels initials. Oh, so it's CDCHBK. Nice. Okay. And, but it's also like a six character username. You really don't see them anymore. So oh, like, yeah. it's like, I'm going to keep that just because it's super tiny of a username. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I've been, you know, vaguely collecting trophies for years and years. And I think that like the past two years, really ever since I got the infamous two, well, no, infamous two was my first plat. So I must've nice. been like the second son plat, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, ever since then I've been like, if I think I'll, I feel like I know like halfway through a game, if it, if a plat's possible or not, yeah. and I feel like at that point it's like, okay, I'm going to commit to this or like, no, like yeah. mm-hmm. things like gravity rush. It, you're having such a good time that I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going to platinum this. And it's a super easy platinum. Let's do it. Like, yeah. And so, yeah, no, I'm a, I play games all the time uh, at home. I've been reading a lot lately. Nice. Um, That's something I need to get back into. I, I used to read I all go the time. In waves. I yeah. 100% go in waves where I'll have times like this where there's really no games coming out. So I'm, you know, head first into a, into a book right now, which another tease will come up later. Oh. And um, so, yeah, I love doing reading. I have like almost every flash trade paperback collected edition from like 1990 on. And then from before then and like the silver age and, or I guess I should say eighties, but like the silver age and stuff. Uh-huh. So I'll, break one of those out and read those every once in a while. And so, how often do you yeah. go back and read the, the old comics? So I am, uh, I, I, if any flash fans watch this, this is a very divisive thing. I don't really <laughs> like Mark Wade that much. He wrote okay. flash for a very long time. Uh, I buy them just to, I'm one of those people. I'll buy them to put them on the, sh- I'll read them once, put them on the shelf. And yeah. then if I really like it, I do the same thing with games. I'll buy it, play it. And if it really left a mark on me, I will pick it up relatively regular like i still play last of us probably once a year once every yeah. year and a half yeah um but jeff johns had a run with flash um as well up until uh flashpoint happened and then he wrote flashpoint um that i i love the way that johns writes it and i'm also like a barry allen flash guy okay. not as much a wally west flash guy uh-huh. so that probably also has something to do with it uh, but just old comics in general, if it's a really famous story, like I just bought Watchmen. I've never read Watchmen, which is crazy. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, I want to. Yeah. And it's, I got it in the mail and it was like way bigger than I was expecting because normally you buy a trade and it's six issues. And this looks like, I think it's like a 12 issue series. Yeah. And it's like, it's intimidating. Oh God, I've seen that at the, at the store. Yes. Like, it's, it's a thick boy. Yeah, exactly. That's it's on my list of things. But like you said, it looks like it's an investment and I don't want to double dip on two books it's hard enough mm. double dipping on like two games or yeah. a game and a book but yeah. two books i feel like is too much i don't know yeah. why but i can't do it <laughs> yeah no i i, I would kind of like mix up my my stories and characters yes. it'd be hard to like 
Yeah, no. I, I can't I, uh... do books. Games is, like, the limit to me, where I can mm-hmm. maybe juggle, like, uh, I've been, last couple weeks, I've been Days Gone and now Uncharted, and then when I'm at my second job, sometimes I'll play uh, Persona for Golden on my Vita. Oh, nice. I just, just started that. A little bit ago. Yeah, yeah. It's it's my first time as well. Like I'm. I'm oh really? It. Yeah. How far are you in it? Uh, I'm at. I'm pro- You're probably farther than I am, but uh, <laughs> Ch- uh, Chie just got her persona for me. So oh, okay. Very, okay. Very don't... early still. Yeah, yeah. I have um, to. I feel like I have to contractually thank J.R. Pettyjohn for that yeah. because that crazy guy just sent me oh, his entire God. Vita. Yeah, J- JR nuts. is amazing. He sent me the infamous two uh, Cole statue. Yeah, I love that statue. Oh, it's a great statue. It's That's... the one that I was so mad I, I missed out. And he he saw that and he sent it to me because he was cleaning up. It's like, man, you are you are too kind. That you, is that is crazy. I, it's when he he hit me up just in DMs and he was like, hey man, I'm gonna send you something. And so I'm like, oh, is he sending me like a bomb or something? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna send it to. The, I'm gonna send it to the studio that way. Like we all go down, you know what I mean? Sure, like it's not yeah. just me. Uh-huh. Like we all get a memorial. And so, <laughs> and, but like I was also like, what could he be sending me? I had completely forgotten that I just randomly tweeted about wanting to play Persona Four, but not having the opportunity. And then uh, as soon as I opened the box, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to film this because there's a note on top of this, and notes always mean something good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I that that's one of those things that. Uh, this podcast is a great personification of it, uh, but there is just something so so special about this community that I yeah, yeah. that nobody would have ever done no, that like for sure. anywhere else. There's no stranger on Twitter scrolling through like, oh, he wants the Vita and play Persona. Let me just send it to him. Let, Let me, me just go. send him this. You know, even now at GameStop, it's 130 bucks. Yeah. and the game's another 30 or whatever. It's like, yeah, I mean send this man $150 who I've yeah. never met in person. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Nuts. I love it so much. Um, mm. Before we, we were, but. no, it's fine. We were talking <laughs> about like, what are you into? Uh, oh yeah. yeah. So uh, the comics, uh, big flash fan. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. What about flash makes you such a fan of him? Man, I don't know really. So yeah. I was, when I was growing up, I was a huge fan of nightcrawler from the X-Men. Sweet. I watched X-Men evolution like crazy as a kid. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was a big fan of Captain America growing up. And then with the movies and everything, I was even more so. And then uh, really it was around the time of the TV show. They were doing um, Rebirth because I started with New 52. I was like, okay, I'll pick up a couple issues. And That's I where I off. wanted to start in as a comic newbie. Like I wanted. Yeah, exactly. Like, and they're starting over. Let me get into it. And let me. Yeah, this like, is where I'm going to jump in. Yeah, exactly. That investment bit me in the ass when like what a year later they switched it up again or something yes. like that. <laughs> I was like, wow, thanks. And so they're they're dropping the flash show and rebirth is coming up and I'm like, all right, this is my second second chance to get into the comics. I love the Flash TV show. Let me get into the comics. And then I don't know what it was, but uh Joshua Williamson's writing it right now. Um, and I need to meet that man because he has completely reinvigorated my love for comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost single handedly. And uh, I just fell in love with it. And I went back and read stuff. And there's, as corny as this is going to sound, there has been so many times reading it where it's like, oh, like this is like super sweet. Like the flash is where I, I was first um, introduced to the term, uh, what is it? Luck is where preparation meets opportunity or whatever. Like that was the first time I'd ever heard that phrase. And it was 
like a week before I was going to start my interview process for my current job. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, it was as silly as it sounds, you know, speaking like directly to me. And I was like, wow, this, this character is just so good. And it's the whole point of the character is like, you have all this speed, but most of the villains aren't about speed. It's always about yeah. overcoming it in a totally different way, which I know like tons of superheroes are like that. But So I'm trying um, to think of the the Flash villains as, as not a deep into Flash lore. There's yeah. Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla, yeah. Who's a gorilla. Who is a gorilla. He's a <laughs> telepathic gorilla. Who That's can crazy. control. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, Captain Cold. Captain Cold, who has the cold gun, yep. There's a really obvious one. My username I mean, on Discord. Yeah, uh, was it Reverse Flash. Reverse Flash. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Was one of them in Suicide Squad? Uh, yes. Was yeah. it Boomerang? Captain Boomerang. There yeah. it is. Yeah, okay. you're doing I've, good. Yeah. I think that's all I know. There's a bunch of them. There's like Mirror Master who can jump in. He has. He also has a gun that can like <laughs> okay. jump into mirrors and stuff. Um, there is. Uh, is his name Top or is it Spinner or something? But anyway, he can make you feel like you have vertigo. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Golden Glider is Captain Cold's sister. You have Zoom, which is who killed Wally West's wife. He was the reverse Flash, like, in the Wally run. Okay. Um, and then now, I was hella confused for the Williamson run. But to my knowledge, they kind of merged Professor Zoom and reverse Flash. So now they're kind of just one guy. Because in New 52 which most Flash fans don't like. Um, Reverse Flash is like Wally's uncle, or actually his dad, but he's told is his uncle. It's a classic, classic storyline. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, no, they have a ton, a ton. He has his own like rogues gallery and stuff like nice. that. And then yeah. you have like Turtle, who is the main villain of Flash Year One, which is where I've been telling a lot of people to start lately because it, Year one stories are always special anyway, but I love Flash, and so it was it was perfect for me. Is um, Turtle just a turtle? Turtle is a big guy, okay? okay. He's a big guy with like a green... Like Kingpin almost? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not quite as tall, but okay. he's, he's short and big. And uh, his power is the opposite of the Flash. So his is like he can slow particles down. Oh, and so okay. cla- it's it's another classic, you know? But yeah. he's, in my opinion... It, it's a great example of what The Flash is to me. It's so freaking corny. And he's from one of the Silver Age issues um, where it's like, it's like, oh, The Flash meets his arch nemesis turtle who goes really slow. Yeah. And like, it's super corny. But like in the new run, it's like, oh, well, my wife and child were killed in a crash because this guy was trying to save a few seconds on his commute. So that's why... Now, like, I have these powers and I want everybody to slow down. And it's like, oh, that actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like, I get where you're coming from. Kind of grounded so, in reality a little bit. Yeah. He's, like, taking it too far, but, like, yeah. it's super cool. And I just feel like that's – there are 100% some corny – that's why I don't like the Wade run as much. It's in the early 90s, and it's like uh, Wally's head is, like, physically getting big as the issues go on, and he needs to fix this. And it's like, okay, well, that's a little weird for me, but yeah, I'll still I read it, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's – I, I don't know why it's just been one of those things that, and a lot like Chloe with Grievous, where I feel like at first it was like just a passing thing. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to lean into this. Like yeah. <laughs> this is going to be, and it's one of those things. If I ever get a tattoo, it'll be 
uh, the Flash Year One symbol where it looks like graffiti. Um, nice. But the problem is, is it's a yellow tattoo, and I feel like yellow tattoos mm. naturally wouldn't show up well. That's so true. that's been the ongoing struggle with me. Yeah, man. How would you do that? Like maybe exactly. Maybe I mean this probably won't look great as far as a full <laughs> tattoo but you mentioned it's like graffiti so like what if you have like a like an alleyway and have it like on brick like a brick wall have the graffiti yeah, symbol on it, something you like know that. not a bad idea at so all. you will get the yellow iconic yeah. colors but mm-hmm. not be afraid of it like not showing up maybe yeah you know that's not a bad idea that's yeah. i haven't even thought about that so See, i'm not an idea guy i told you, you oh that's true <laughs> <laughs> see when it comes when to we, tattoos we... i have insane amount of ideas i just need the money to to do, to do it mm-hmm. yeah when when i was growing up my best friend ryan and i would play pokemon and he would name his rival and he would name his pokemon and he was funny and it's all this stuff yeah. and then like i'm this boring guy who like never renames his pokemon just stick it's to been the a thing my entire life i'm yeah. like i'm just not that good with the initial ideas yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you though. Pokemon, I never. The only one I did was name my rival, rename him. Yeah. Yep. Just because we that's had, I, I had mean. an on joke, ongoing joke with a friend of mine in, in high school. Like we and would that's, say, we always name rivals. the rival him. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what me and Ryan always used to do. <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to Pokemon or like RPG games, I never mm-hmm. rename the characters unless I'm playing it like for the sixth, seventh time. Yeah. Just for something Persona- different. Persona 5 I jumped into. I didn't get very far in it because it's a long game. Yeah. But um, Persona 5 I jumped into. And the first time in my life for an RPG that I was like, all right, I'm going to rename this guy. I'm, oh, gonna, nice. I'm daring. I'm going to get spicy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do this. So I renamed him Taco. Nice. I don't know why. Uh-huh. But uh, And everybody in the game calls you Taco-kun the whole game. <laughs> and I was like, I am never renaming a character again. <laughs> Taco Coon is great. It's horrible. I hated it. Everybody, Makoto and everybody was like, Taco Coon, come here. They're like, stop calling me that. Just call him whatever, man. I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> if only they could do like the the voiceover for it. Like it'd be impossible. Yes. But man, that would be great to hear the voice actors say actually say Taco Coon. <laughs> When I was young and playing uh, the WWE games, you would always like try to make your creative wrestler like yep. the names that the announcers knew. Yeah, <laughs> try to combine them and stuff. Yep. Well, oh man, there was try to play the system. There's so many times in sports games when I was younger, they didn't have my last name, or or oh. it would it would say like my last name. You say Stevenson, so mm-hmm. but all the games would say Stephenson. I'm like, no, that's oh. not. Not like, right. So, so I would, yeah. I would, so I would have to change it to like, there's so many MLB the shows back in the day where I was Kyle <laughs> Slayer or Kyle Slater, or, uh, yeah. or just something <laughs> that I thought was cool. And like, thank God they've they've moved past that and they have different, a whole bunch of like preset yes, names, yeah. which is great. Um, our our next segment is going over your Twitter handle, but your Twitter handle okay. is pretty self-explanatory. It's at it's Corey Cutney. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you happy with just having your name as the Twitter handle? Yeah. Um, so I, I went through an identity crisis. Um, I, I think it was, okay, so when I was in high school, right, I had this crush on this girl who will, rename, who will remain nameless, okay? Yep. Um, and we were talking one night, and she was like, I think I have a ghost in my house. And I was like, okay, well, we got to come up with, like, a ghost name. And so yeah. we came up with the name of Blackjack. And so Blackjack was my, like, online moniker for so long. Like, my Minecraft, if I ever go back into Minecraft, it's like Blackjack1214 is my moniker. 
And so it was just the, the thing that I went by. And that's like um, back in the old Colin and Greg live days, uh, if I would ever tip and they would ever say it on air, they would say blackjack. Or if I would oh, say okay. Corey, I can't remember what I said. But uh-huh. um, so, yeah, it's, it, it was blackjack forever. And then, like, like I said earlier, my PlayStation 3 day was CDCHBK, my initials, and Shawn Michaels, uh, Heartbreak Kid. And then my Xbox was Dr. Deathify 2019 because my brother was a huge My Chemical Romance fan. Yeah. I thought it sounded cool. So I made it that. And then I got into Flash. So I changed my Xbox to Reverse Corey. And it was just <laughs> branding all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Greg, um, at one point, because my name on Twitter, I think was... was No, no, my name on, on um, Twitch was Reverse Corey. And uh, in between the shows, when he was reading out um, whatever... He was looking for a gift that I had made, and he was like, you need to change your, your Twitch name to be your Twitter name or your Twitter name to be your Twitch name yeah. or something. And I was like, it's a good point. So I, I have made it Corey Cudney across the board, except for things like Discord. And then my Xbox name is still Reverse Corey, yeah. and my PlayStation name still whatever. But yeah, my, my Twitter, just because at this point I was like, it's just easiest to be my name, I guess, at yeah. that point to, for people to find me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the only reason I do, do it that way. I don't have any cool – again, I'm a bad idea guy. I don't have any cool <laughs> like online personas. Yeah. I should be the theme of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> a bad idea guy. Um, bad idea guy. <laughs> oh, there, there's a Flash uh, villain for you right there. Bad idea guy. <laughs> bad idea guy. Oh, my God. There he is. I bet his ideas suck. Exactly. He can't beat me in a million years. <laughs> and then he goes to find out, like, the bad ideas actually work. They're not that bad. Yeah. It's like a heartwarming story because the ideas are actually really good at the end. And, and he's like, wow, this guy, this guy's good. <laughs> um, I wish, and, and I've, I've said that this before on the show, when people actually have their names on Twitter, which is amazing. I wish I had that. Like, I, I want to go back to, like, when Twitter first happened. Because I was late to the game with Twitter. Like, I didn't oh, join... Yeah, what year was it? It was uh, actually left behind the DLC for Last of Us. I joined oh, Twitter okay. around that was time. Was 2012? Yeah, or, or 13, something like that. I yeah, can't remember. 2013. Yeah, you're right. 2011 was Uncharted 3. I, okay. I, I, get, my, oh, yeah. I get my Naughty Dog I got release you. dates mixed um, up. I joined around that time because I wanted to actually tweet out, like, what an awesome job Ashley and Neil and Bruce and oh my gosh. the That's actresses so did. And, and like I did that. And the for Ashley Johnson liked that tweet. I was like, I'm hooked. If, if there's this kind yeah. of interaction, like I'm, I'm in. Yeah. If and, I can and get now, this all the time. Yeah. But like, if I had the mindset back then, like who that ninja 73 is a play on a 30 rock joke, a show mm-hmm. that I haven't watched in years, but like, <laughs> I wish I would just have at Kyle. Like, that'd be so great. Just Ex- that's, I want at Corey, man. <sighs> and there is a at Corey who I wish didn't tweet, but she does. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? I can't hate on that. You beat me to the party. I think like, the at Kyle guy also tweets or has it locked. Like, I can't see if he's still tweeting. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah. But man, I, I want it so bad. <laughs> just, at, <laughs> just at Kyle. That's where you can yeah. find me. That's I've I thought the same thing so long and I was like okay maybe just do at Cudney same mm-hmm. thing it's taken and I'm like this sucks there's, there's and, not even that many of us out there yeah and there's actually um there's actually another Kyle Stevenson in the kind of funny community which is what? yeah he works at um I think he works for 2K now he's like oh a, my, he's wow. like a that's cool yeah like a 
PR guy or media guy or something. But yeah, we used to always get mixed up like on the Facebook group and on Twitter. Yeah. I was like, man, there's two of us. That's insane. (laughs) I've seen him in the Twitch chat a couple times and I think he follows me on Twitter, but there is a Corey without an E cut knee with a T. uh And I'm like, it, if if I didn't know better, somebody's going to think this is my alt account yeah. that I just used to talk shit. I've never seen him talk shit. Mm-hmm. He's like a really nice guy in everything that I've ever interacted with him. It's but Earth like, 1, Earth 2 Corey right there. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Or vice versa, he gets really famous and people think that I'm the alt account. That's and true. he's like, you know, Nobel Prize winner and everybody <laughs> tweets at me. And everybody's like, you suck. You're a fraud. I don't know why. I've now built this persona of this man who earned the Nobel Prize mischievously. (laughs) Um, uh, Man, I was just going to go right into it without kind of a transition there. I'm still working on that. 41 episodes in. Still working on transitions. They're hard, man. It takes some time. One thing uh, that you believe, Corey, that people should either watch Listen to, play, or read. And I realize people cheat and bring more than one. I'm fine with that. Like, <laughs> I want at least one. <laughs> so what do you got for us? So I need you to imagine a world, okay? Imagine a world that is like ours, but just a little bit different, right? In some ways, it's like way past ours. Like, they still have Zeppelins. Do they blow up? Yes, one of them blows up to fire. But they don't have a problem with that, okay? It uh-huh. happens. But, but in other ways, they're like way down where like they have just a few cars. It's like 1920s on the car front. They're all like okay. type situation. And they're just like not many on the road. And everybody's got a little animal next to them, right? Okay. And it's their demon. It's their soul on the outside. Okay. So it's like you got a puppy or whatever. I don't know. You can have a bear. Well, no, there's like a bear. It's like a species. But anyway, so... It's His Dark Materials on HBO, right, is so good. It's about this girl named Lyra, mm-hmm. who her best friend gets kidnapped at the same time that she is going through this really big change in her life where uh, her uncle's leaving her again and, like, this really cool, you know, mentor's coming to take her away. But at the same time, her best friend's been kidnapped and she needs to figure it out. So there's a mystery. It's freaking awesome. There's a lot of conflict. Uh, the show portrays it really well. The movie really doesn't portray it well. But to go in tandem with the show, I brought the book series too. Oh, nice. The His okay. Dark Materials trilogy. That's what I've been reading. Oh, nice. Um, okay. I, I finished the show. It's like an eight-episode series. Uh-huh. It's really not long. It's something that um, I wanted to watch, but it just kind of like I didn't have the it, time or something. It's so good. I love it. It's uh, HBO and BBC, but it came right at that time where Watchmen was still going on. And there was something else that was right around that time, too, that was starting. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people were like, oh, I've got to start this, this or this. And like Robin GL, I don't think he did it just for me, but he like said that he was going to start it and he ended up really loving it. Yeah. So I'm like, yes. And was it Chernobyl around the same time, maybe? Yes. Yeah. I think it was. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's Chernobyl. But it's a. it's done really well. The TV show follows the book very faithfully. There's a lot of moments in it that reading it after mm-hmm. watching it still got me as choked up, if not more choked up. And I'm just like, oh, I'm crying at a book. What have I become? Like, it's one of those things that it's like that really, I guess, shows to the awesome screenplay for the TV show, but also yeah. like the awesome writing of the book. Uh, and then also in a super weird way, again, 23 years old. I kind of have a grasp on words at this point in my life. Yeah. Uh, there are so many words in this freaking book I've never heard of <laughs> to the point where I had to start writing them down because I was like, I'm an idiot. I don't know what these words are. Yeah. And then come to find out there are a lot of just synonyms for other things that okay. I definitely know. 
but uh but yeah i mean i'm almost done with the second book now it's a three book trilogy and they're all around uh three to five hundred pages and they're young adult novels so it's they're relatively easy to get through uh-huh. um so yeah no that's what i recommend and it's i i realize they're like very big book series i think for the fact that they made a tv show mm-hmm. off of it but uh but yeah that's what i've been into and that's that's what's been when i've been rendering at work i've been reading this book and i've had some very long render times lately of like 50 minutes or an hour yeah. and a half or whatever and so i'm like all right i'm just gonna read for an hour and we'll just power through some chapters that's awesome the the movie was golden compass back in the day the movie right? was golden compass i bought it i was very excited because i was like it's one of those things that you go into and you think you're prepared for it because you're like i've heard this movie's bad mm-hmm I'm going to go into it with an open mind. I'm going to be great. But then I became a book snob. And I don't like to be a book snob, but I became a book snob where I'm like, uh-huh. that's not Lyra's character. That's not how she finds out this. It's like, this isn't, this isn't the Lyra that I know. Like, this is totally different. Mm-hmm. The actress that they got to play Lyra was really good. But also, I like, as weird as this sounds, I like the fact that the TV show um, has like so Daphne Keene from Logan who played X twenty three yep. did an awesome job in that. She's Lyra in this one. She does an awesome job in that. Um, what's the guy's name who plays Professor X in the new trilogy? James McAvoy. Yeah, uh, James McAvoy is another main character. He does really good. But in the movie, James McAvoy is Daniel Craig, mm. and in my mind, Daniel Craig is just James Bond at this point, which is weird Mm -hmm. uh, because he's played many roles before that. And I've seen him in many roles before that, but it's just, you're just James Bond now. Yeah. And then the other main character that's an adult is a, like a, a well-known British actress, but not a well-known American actress in the BBC version. But in the movie, it's Nicole Kidman. And I'm like, all right, well, this is Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Like you can play good, but like it's, they go for the more, let's make this for kids. Whereas HBO goes, let's make this for young adults and for adults. Um, so I really like it much more in that regard. You get gnarlier fight scenes and you yeah. get, um, Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. Belinda Garcia tweets about him a lot. Um, what is, uh, he does the Hamilton play. Oh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. He's in the show. Uh, he does a great job of playing mm-hmm. Lee Scoresby. It's really funny. He plays a Texan. I love it. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, Walk into a scene and I'm like, you know what, Lee, I'm in. And you can tell he's uh, he's one of those characters that you can tell that maybe they didn't have such a idea of where he was going to go until they saw him on camera play so well. Because in the show, he plays a much bigger role in uh, consoling Lyra and helping guide Lyra where he doesn't at all in the books. Oh, okay. um, but it's one of those changes that I'm totally fine with because their chemistry is awesome on screen yeah. and it's a really good... Uh, parental child relationship yeah. even though they're not parents but super love the i'm very enraptured in that world right now i'm all about it uh, i'm very happy to hear uh you come at it from a book snob point of view because that's me with harry <laughs> potter that's yes. totally me from harry potter like their <laughs> movies are great i love the movies but man mm-hmm. if you want to tell me that the order of the phoenix is a good movie compared to the book. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I have actually never gotten past the Azkaban book. Oh, okay. I've obviously seen the movies a yeah. million times, but for whatever reason, I'm one of those people when it comes to games, like so Skyrim and Persona and everything like that. If you're a game and you're like over 70 hours around the 30, 40 mark, like I just kind of drop out. I yeah. just can't help it. I get it. That's yeah. why I am. 
with Persona 4G right now where I'm like 32 hours in and I'm like, I'm a fourth of the way through this game. Like legitimately looking at the calendar, I've got like three fourths left. Yeah. And it just sucks all my, all my enthusiasm out. It's the same thing with books where I don't know what the best way to go at it is, is do I read them back to back to back and risk getting burnt out on it? Or do I read it and then give it a break before going on the next one? But then I feel like I'm going to forget plot lines. Um, So it's been one of those ongoing things. And I, in my lifetime, I haven't had a book series that I've been reading as it's coming out. So I've never had that issue where it's like, oh, I read a book and now I have to wait four years for it to come out. Like I tried to get in the Game of Thrones books uh, when the show was on Mm -hmm. and they are kind of dry. So I was like... I was like not as into it those also, as I was in the It show. also helps that the first Game of Thrones book, at least from the very little, because like you, I tried reading it and it's mm-hmm. it is very dense. George spares yes. no expense <laughs> describing what's mm-hmm. going on, but like I I think that's another testament of how well the showrunners for the first season did because like the first yeah. couple of of chapters of the first book are like the same exact thing on the screen than they they mm-hmm. are in the book, at least from my memory. So, like, I had no issues with that. But, yeah, when you talk about Harry Potter and and, the, <laughs> and, and not seeing the the magical hospital in the Order of the Phoenix, like, that was one of the coolest things in the book. And you're telling me you're wow. not going to show me this? Yeah, <sighs> for me, the only thing that Harry Potter that I know of that everybody talks about, so everybody's going to know about it, but is I didn't know how big – how big – of a part Peeves was in the first couple books until I started reading them a few years back. And I was like, Oh yeah, he's just not even in the movies at all. Yeah. And like, but he plays relatively like big roles in the book. Like he, I can't remember what he does, but I feel like uh-huh. he's a big part. <laughs> I could be completely <laughs> wrong. I don't know. He, yeah. There, there's a bunch of, um, uh, of characters that are around the school that show up off more often in the books than they, they're ever shown in the movies. So yeah. Um, I did the same thing with, uh, with hunger games where i i can't i mm. read those fa- fairly late it also helped we had a hurricane and we had lost power for a couple days so oh, i wow. just read straight through them um Dang. but that's another thing where like yeah do i want to just speed through this because i'm having a great time they're great reads yeah mm-hmm. but then it's going to be over and and like <laughs> i read them in the two days and it's for me my memory isn't great at remembering oh, characters and way. story beats so like i know i read them i know i love mm-hmm. them man it's it's hard for me coming up with details and same thing like i'm amazed at people like blessing and greg and um my my co-host on the trophy room who can remember dates of games and years and oh like gosh, yeah. specific story beats of of games that they played and like i can't re- like i just beat days gone <laughs> three days ago and i can remember maybe the last couple hours very vividly and the rest are just kind of like all woven together like i had a good time with it but don't tell me to to do the plot because i can't i can't do it there are so many games that like really rank amongst my top like like i mentioned gravity rush earlier i love that game it's probably my top 10 gravity rush and gravity rush 2 i really loved I probably can't tell you a single thing in that game. I know there's a girl who controls gravity and there's a cat in there Mm -hmm. and it was really fun to control. That's, that's what stuck out to that game the most is the controls for me. And, but story beats, I really liked doing the races, which was weird because games, I feel like normally like throw in races, like do do this course in under 30 seconds. Yeah. To kind of like like pad playing time. Uh, Yeah, exactly. You just want the player to in your game more. And it's like, ah, this isn't very great. 
But like that was one of the few games that I just naturally got gold in all those. So I'm right there with you. There's so many things, man. Looking back at my game yeah. case, it's like I think the I, I think the only this. one that sticks out so well in my mind, and you mentioned earlier, is The Last of Us. There's a reason why that is my favorite game of all time because I do remember mm-hmm. all the story beats and remember how I felt There's, when they all, which is so like good. watching the retro replay playthrough of mm-hmm. Troy and Nolan. Like, oh my god, I love seeing them experience it especially nolan for the first time and like i know what's coming troy knows what's coming and troy getting emotional <laughs> at like the behind the scenes stuff and like it's beautiful i i want more oh of that stuff gosh. in my life yeah yeah that's like the uh the the playstation released documentary grounded for last of us where they show them filming the uh the yeah. heart-wrenching scene at the beginning I've probably seen that documentary in full, like three, it's like raising Kratos, yeah. but I love it. And I just yep. watch it like uh, every few months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I still just completely lose it. Uh, look, it, it's one thing to play it in the game and to experience it. Yep. But it's another thing to know that these are like real people and there's yep. like just losing it, which is kudos to them because they could just call that up. Yeah. Like they have, to, I mean, obviously they have to like work it up mm-hmm, to that mm-hmm. point, but they can call that up. And it's like, oh, have you man, seen I can't cry on command. the the retro replay? The first one of the last bus, uh, the first, no, episode. I actually haven't. Oh, okay. No, I haven't. So the first episode is obviously the beginning of last of us. And, yeah. and Troy has the actress that plays Sarah. Thank you for remind, remembering her name. I, I, I'm pretty, I, I also <laughs> had to like, I had to stop for a millisecond of, I'm pretty sure it's Sarah. I, that sounds right. It's yeah. something with an S. She's got maybe. that little southern yeah. draw to her voice, um, too. Yeah. He has her in while Nolan is playing through that beginning part. And you can tell when they're getting up to that, that scene where they mm-hmm. just kind of hold hands and look at each other like, all right. And then, like, they it's start coming, tearing yeah. up and they tell about, like, behind the stories of how... I mean, everyone go watch it. But, like, Neil was saying how they filmed the scene and then weeks later... He came up to Troy. They had and was to like, do it again. We got to do a scene over. That's and Troy's so like, crazy. no. <laughs> and he yes. and and what Troy's saying, what Neil said was like, you you showed me heartbreak, you showed me sadness, whatever. But like, I didn't feel it or something like super deep. Yeah. I'm like, damn. All right, Neil. Like, I I appreciate <laughs> what you're doing here. And mm, it, and obviously that's... the what came out of it was like perfect. Yeah, that's. It's nuts. That's what if you've if you've ever anybody watching or anything if you've ever seen that uh, Last of Us Grounded documentary. It's yeah. so funny because Troy has the Final Fantasy thirteen look about him still. Yeah, where he's got the still looking like snow. Hair. Yep. Yeah, and you're like, oh my gosh. But he's talking about this super serious stuff, and you're like, man, yeah. like, it's nuts. That's that story sticks out to me so much. Where he's like, that was one of the worst days I've ever had at the office yep. or whatever. And then weeks later he came back up to me and I'm like, Oh my gosh. But kudos on Neil for, for like seeing that something wasn't clicking. That's mm-hmm. something I admire, especially at work right now, walking around where there's like, you'll talk to the game directors or producers or whatever. And it's like, they just know when something's not working. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how you're doing this, but yeah. it's impressive. It's very it's impressive. Awesome. Um, yeah. and real quick before we move on into the reason why we're here, kind of funny. Uh, the end of the grounded uh, documentary. I'm not gonna tell you what happens, uh, listeners, but you need to go f- watch them filming the last scene, like the alternate take of it, because it is oh. it is so special. And uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, it turns into a, a Broadway thing, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It is so it's so great. Um, 
Uh, so yeah, like I mentioned, best friends talk funny. We're best friends. We're kind of funny best friends. Yeah. What made you get into kind of funny? What What about the the boys in the spare bedroom made you want to watch? <laughs> so, it's it's really weird because like we were talking about earlier, my memory kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But the certain things that do stick out is uh, like I mentioned way earlier at the at the beginning. Uh, when I was a kid, they both Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty were two huge inspirations on uh, what I wanted to do in life. Where I loved video games, and I was like, "All right, how can I make this a career? How can I make this, you know, what I want to do?" And it's like, "Oh, well, there's people who review games and talk about games, and you know, those those people get paid to do it, and like, it's really cool that they do." And also, I thought Colin had a really cool name, so I followed him yeah. a lot. Uh-huh. I was like, "Moriarty, it's a cool last name." Mm-hmm. And so I was like there. And I still remember very vividly the day that they made the We're Leaving IGN video. And uh, I still love call out to, to Tim's moment where he's like, not me. It's like, no, nah, I'm kidding. It's not him too. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I love that moment. Uh, but because it's weird because like I didn't re- like I caught a few beyonds um, in the day when they were coming out and stuff. Um, but beyond is something I didn't really get into until after kind of funny started and then i went back and watched them and like now i'm sorry ign i don't i still don't really have the time to to watch it as much yeah so it's like i watched the greg and colin beyond after they happened for the most part with a few exceptions um and then that was like all my beyond exposure in my entire life and so anyway they made that i remember very vividly calling my brother and i was like did you see like the main ign people just left like this is like the people who make up the idea of brand identity yeah. at the time, the faces I feel like for all intents thing. and purpose. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's crazy that they're making their own thing. And I immediately uh, went to Twitch and I was like, let's do this. And I, it's one of those things that if I wasn't a stupid kid and I know it's just a badge next to your name, but I really would have loved to keep up yeah. my subscription um, cause it's one of those things I tipped, but I didn't know what a subscription was. Yeah. So I, I, I put more as a, as a kid who just wanted to hear his name be said, yeah. I put more stock in, all right, I have 20 bucks. Let me tip them. They're going to say my name. They're going to what, like what I, the very first time at my, uh, YouTube channel ever got a sponsorship. Uh, I told them I was like that, that was like the kind of relationship that I had with these people that I had never met where I was yeah. like. Oh, I want to tell somebody about this. I'll tip these guys 20 bucks. They'll talk about it. Uh And they talked about it and congratulated me and stuff. And it was like super special. And uh, their very first RTX meetup, I still have a picture. And it's so funny. I love it to this day. It's back when I had hair. Um, (laughs) We are like lost. It's RTX 2015. It's their first meetup. It's at uh, some place downtown Austin. It's like Dragon or something. I don't know. Golden Dragon or something. I don't know. But anyway... We're lost. It's me, one of my friends at the time, and my brother. We can't find the place. I'm looking around, and I'm like, oh, there's Nick Scarpino. And so <laughs> we go up to him, and I'm like, Nick, how are you, man? I'm on, your, I'm on my way to your meet and greet. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. Do you know where it is? And I'm like, no. And he's like, all right, well, let's find it together. And so I got to walk into the, the meet and greet um, with Nick Scarpino. Awesome. And it was a crazy experience because people started clapping, and – for a minute, people thought that we were with him because we walked in like with him and people were like making way, like parting the waves. And I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> we just we just walked yeah. up with him. And then I have a picture that I never share because both of our hair look horrible. Mm-hmm. It was very windy that day, or at least a gust of wind came through. 
but uh, both of us, our hair is like flowing in the wind and everything. You know, I got a picture with him. And then when Greg got the group pick, it's really strange because I'm like smack dab in the middle of the picture. <laughs> and uh, I always like to share that every once in a while where it's like, oh yeah, I didn't, and I still don't really, uh, when I do events like RTX and stuff, I really don't talk to people. Okay. So it was, even though kind of funny is like, now that I know what kind of funny is and the, and the culture that it has mm-hmm. and everything, um, I know that I could have just started talking to people yeah. and it totally would have worked. But back then in 2015, I would have been what? I don't know, 19 or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't feel right, but I guess it was. Uh, yeah, I'm 20, you're okay. 23 now, uh, 18. Yeah. In yeah, 2015? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay. So that's yeah. So I, as a as an 18 year old kid, I was still like not at all sure of myself. I'm like, I'm not gonna talk to anybody. I'm gonna get the pictures that I want, um, and then I'm gonna go. And like, yeah. that's what happened. Uh-huh. I got pictures and I left. And um, now that I know kind of how those things work, I know it would have probably been much better for my 18 year old self if I would have stopped and talked to best friends or actually had a conversation with like Greg and Nick, and that probably would would have left more of an impression. Um, but now, I mean, it's fine. I've talked to them enough now. Yeah. I can't yeah. yeah I, it, at at uh, meet and greets and stuff, you know, we talk and it's like really cool. And I'm like, yeah, if I was, if I was more confident in myself at 18, mm-hmm. I'm still not confident now, but yeah. if I was more confident at 18, yeah. uh, we could have talked about a much longer time. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. And I was much, I'm much, I'm older than you, but like when they started kind of funny, I have the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I met them at Kind of Funny Life three, I was still very much like super shy, not confident in yep. myself, and that was how I was like twenty seven, twenty eight years old or something like that, and it's still mm-hmm. like I'm just some dumb kid still thinking of a yeah, kid. Like, it's what, what am I gonna say? Yeah. I'm I'm super nervous. It's one of those things where yeah. this is still so yeah. so new to me, like the whole mm-hmm. talking to people on the internet that you don't really meet like as a, as yeah, an introverted yeah. not super confident person like it is crazy to me that i do this show and like i <laughs> I've traveled and i met all these amazing people and actually talk and forge friendships with many of them not ever meeting um so like yeah, yeah. i'm with you like mm-hmm. first time you meet them first time you meet any kind of funny best friend just kind of like man what if that what if i say something stupid like that is it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's over very it's intimidating. over <laughs> Oh, yeah, and that's that's the where it comes up weird. And I don't know if you're this way, but it, I, I want to throw it out there and see. But like like this, for instance, where it's you and me talking over microphone yeah. and video cam. I'm fine with this. I'm not nervous. Heart's not beating. Nothing yeah. like that. Yep. As soon as we're in person, it kicks in, <laughs> and my heart's beating, and I'm like overthinking it. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I gonna say? Uh-huh. And that's gonna tie into a New Year's. That's gonna tie into a topic later. Uh, but uh, that's. I mean, it's. That's where it, it's the face-to-face thing. And it's like, we have to be friends for years. And I have a, Ryan, who I mentioned earlier, friend of literally since I was like six. It's like, if we're in a Discord chat alone together, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is awkward. Like, <laughs> a lot of dead air. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, oh, I, I can't see, carry this conversation. That, that is the thing that freaks me out and why I don't like talking over the phone. This is fine because I can see you. Like yeah, I, I can yeah. see you, but like talking on the phone, dead air is like my worst nightmare. <laughs> like I, yeah. I hate, the, I yeah. hate the silence. I hate not, like, because then your brain it goes into overthinking. Like, did I just say something to make them not want to talk anymore? Are they done with me? Or mm-hmm. like, dead silence when you're on a call with anybody is like, 
yeah it's, like shoot me yeah. now like it is the worst thing in my mind <laughs> to happen <laughs> and it's crazy because like i love public speaking like uh-huh. i i gave a speech at our high school graduation and i got in trouble okay this is kind of a uh, <laughs> you got in trouble but I, oh no i so when i was uh in high school again same girl that i had a crush on um uh, baccalaureate that's what it's called baccalaureate um was coming up and I was the class president. And so they were like, class president always gives a speech. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Oh, you'll like this. For the, for the class president thing, I came out to entrance music and I sat down like CM How Punk. And I just, started, awesome. I just started talking on the stage. <laughs> I sat down cross-legged and I had my own little pipe bomb. Oh, and I amazing. even said like, don't vote for me. I rigged this against the girl that I liked. Vote for her. I obviously didn't put it that way. But yeah. I was like, vote for her. Don't vote for me. They ended up voting for me, and I was like, you guys are dicks. Like, come <laughs> on. And so, anyway, at the baccalaureate, she jokingly was like, her last name's Cooper, and she was like, oh, that, that, uh, that, that movie came out, um, I Love You, Beth Cooper, and that's how he says it, is he says it at graduation or whatever. She was like, you should do that. And I was like, I was like don't tempt me, because I will do it. Uh-huh. And she was like, she was like, actually, don't do it. And I was like, it's too late. You've, you've put it out <laughs> in the world. You've spoken into existence, and it's going to happen. And uh, I didn't necessarily say it, but I said something along the lines of like, oh, I was told to say I love you, Beth Cooper, but I, I don't know a Beth. And like there were audible gasps from the crowd because <laughs> they all immediately put it together. Yeah. Like I went to prom with the girl and all that good stuff. And so like they immediately put together where I was going with this. And, and it was just really funny. That's and awesome. then I had a speech at graduation and they told me they were like, do not go off the script. Like you, we have a script. Do not go mm-hmm. off the script. And the first thing I did when I went up there is I was like, they told me not to go off the script, but I'm going to go off <laughs> for a little bit. And so it was, I love public speaking and I hosted a lot of stuff. Yeah. And like in college, uh, I said the seven dirty words from television or whatever. Uh, okay. I was the only person to volunteer and do it. Um, but yeah, one-to-one speaking is where I completely lose it in person where yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't do it. It's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So kind of like leading into that, why, um, why are you a kind of funny best friend or why are you comfortable with interacting with people on a more personal level in the community? See, I don't know if I still am, you know what I mean? Like, so, so like, uh, this, this RTX was super crazy and surreal for a lot of reasons, but it was like getting to meet gifted Dim for the first time Mm -hmm. and getting to meet Lexi Gunner. And I feel bad because I very passingly got to say hi to Lexi, but not very long. Um, Chloe, I got to say hi to, and that was funny because we met years ago at a Rooster Teeth. Um, uh, uh, we were extras for 11 Little Roosters. Oh, okay. And at the time, neither of us knew each other. Mm-hmm. We were just in the same group, and she liked Overwatch at the time. And I was like, I'll hit you up on Xbox. And then years later, she became Chloe Naylor, yeah. the you know meme queen and uh-huh. everything. And so I said hi to her and Snowbike Mike and everything. But it's like... I had people pass me that was like, oh, I love your gifts. And I'm like, thanks. That's crazy. Thank you. Like, yeah. that's nuts. But like, I, I still, even last year, didn't take the time to talk to anybody. Like, there was a couple people who I chatted for, for uh, with for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know like the go-to questions of like, how'd you get in the kind of funny sure. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it still feels like a, I, it doesn't feel natural to me. And that's sure. something that I'm personally working on yeah. where I'm like, I feel like I'm undermining not you, but the royal you. Yeah. I feel like I'm undermining you by just going through the motions. I gotcha. But I don't know how to just not go through the motions, yeah, you know what I, I mean? Gotcha. Um, 
Whereas something like this or like the Just Netter podcast, it's like, okay, well, conversation is going to naturally lead. We have a predisposed reason for being mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. And like, I know what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. So I can easily just go off, sure. you know, and, and do it and, and everything like that. But it's like when it's a, a natural conversation mm-hmm. with people that I don't know, um, it's always like, ah, oh, this is this is rough. Yeah. This is rough. No, people I, listening are going to be like, this guy's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally get that. Like, I, I I have, like, you know, the the set kind of questions. Like, especially mm-hmm. if, like, at the New York meetup set we do, if, if somebody new comes in, like, I have a couple preset questions to kind of, like, break the ice. Because I know yeah. what it's like to be that other person. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I get where, like, it certainly does feel unnatural. Like, I just want to talk about the things that I'm enjoying and, like, yeah. just, you know, talk about my day. Because I'm, I'm I'm an open book. Like, I will tell mm-hmm. anybody anything pretty much. Yeah, I think I'm the same way. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, ju- I would love to just jump in and be like, oh, man, yeah, like, yesterday sucked and here's why. But, like, I understand that <laughs> not everyone is like that. So, yeah, like, I... I'm not also not going to come from the place where I'm going to be like, Oh, Corey, don't think that way. Cause like it's, it's normal. It's a normal <laughs> way to, 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 yeah. to feel and think it's just like one day you'll, still, you'll get over it and you'll be like, it's so you're like, this is amazing. It, it, yeah. It's I still feel guilty. I still feel guilty because I didn't go to the snow bike, Mike, uh, like get together. Uh-huh. We were planning it in Twitter forever. And we were like, we're like, okay, it's going to be at this place. It's like right next to the convention center at RTX last year. Let's do it. And I was just like, I know these people. These people are going to be nice. Yeah. But the moment came, I was like, nah, I'm not going to go. Uh, like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And then I ended up not going. Uh-huh. And so like, I still feel guilty about that uh, because, like, they came all these pictures out of it and stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wasn't there. And then you go through the motion of, like, oh, I feel bad that I wasn't there. And now I feel kind of guilty at, like, beating yourself up about oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, it, it happens. I, I always like, feel yeah. guilty after any kind of, like, community thing, live event. Like, mm-hmm. man, I want to talk to them more. Like, I should have I should have yeah. went up and, and said hi. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Snowbike Mike is a perfect example. Like, I, I had him on the show, which was great. It was a good hour and something. But, like, a kind of funny prom, I think I maybe said 20 words to him. But I'm like, damn, you are so energetic. I want to get to know you. I want to talk more. But I just, my nerves got in the way and like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Another perfect example. I've met Joey Noel many times. I'm an admin in the Facebook group. We are in oh, yeah. several group chats. I still <laughs> feel like I don't know Joey. Like I want to get to know mm-hmm. her more. And I realize she's super busy, especially like on live event stuff. But like, and, yeah, and like when they yeah, came out to New York around. for World Tour couldn't mm. talk to any of them like it was just madness oh yeah i bet they were swarmed oh yeah, my the god time. uh but like it's always a thing where i feel guilty because i don't say hi i don't you know mm-hmm. have more than a minute of talking to to other people like it sucks like i i yeah. wish i could just you know talk to everybody for as long as i can but it's, especially like yeah, if you're at a it's... bar like we do a lot of meetups mm-hmm. at bars uh, I'm with Andy. I want a bar with no music. Like I want that franchise so mm-hmm. I can actually hear and have a conversation. Because my hearing is exactly. already bad yeah. as it is. You <laughs> yeah. add in loud music it. and other people being drunk and screaming. It is like I'm lip reading the whole time. And if you're not, yeah, if you're yeah, not looking at me, that. if you're not looking at me <laughs> while you're talking to me, I I've lost. I'm just to mm-hmm. myself either checking my phone, which is a bad habit. 
and oh my God. yeah i've done it twice this podcast oh. and, and both times i'm like what are you doing yeah come on no it's it's <laughs> yeah it's normal to be nervous and to feel guilty afterwards and you know there's just baby steps i guess yeah yeah, yeah. it's like the um now i'm gonna try to figure out which classic christmas movie it is like the one foot in front of the other the penguin song i think it's santa claus is oh. coming to town i think where the penguin's like you know, you just got to put one foot in front of the other, and it's a I jolly old song. I think a joke answer, but now I don't. March of the Penguins? Is that a Christmas? No, 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 no. no. It's one of the claymation ones, like the old school ones. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, Morgan Freeman is not narrating this movie. <laughs> <Morgan>. <laughs> there's a. Jack Patillo loves. Uh, there's a band. Uh, I can't think of it right now, but they have a song called One Foot. Oh, it was very they? popular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I can't even think of them. Yeah. That's what I think about. I was going to start singing it. Oh, okay. This is a civilized podcast. Yeah. So very civilized. Uh, <laughs> uh, when you are consuming uh, kind of funny content, which you do a lot, because how else are we getting yeah. these gifts? Way too um, much. You know, what and... is your favorite thing that they do that you watch or listen to? And are you a watcher Ooh, like... or are you, are you a listener? I'm a watcher yeah. for pretty much everything. Same. I'm trying to, there's some things that I'll try to listen to, but yeah, for the and it's weird if I try to like on a road trip, I'm like, oh, I'll load up a podcast, but then I'm like, oh, okay, I don't really have a backlog of podcasts, yeah. mm-hmm. like whatever. And then, but you, if you do listen to them, it feels weird, yep. uh, especially since so much of their stuff feels it. It amazes me. Sorry to take the question no, off the rails. Fine. It amazes me that there they have so much of a listenership. Yeah, where it's like. So much of their stuff is visual storytelling or visual gags. It's like, yeah, I would they talk about how the majority of their like viewers are listening? It's like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, I mean, Games Daily is a, is an obvious mm-hmm. one. I love in review, man. I same it. I go in and out with review with in reviews where it's like like the Bad Boys ones. I didn't really watch as much for one. We were super busy at work, but two. I just don't really have an interest in those mm-hmm. movies. So I'm like Greg in that regard where it's like, I'm just, if I don't already have a vested interest in the movies, I probably won't yeah. watch them. Um, which you can very tell. Let's talk about feeling guilty. I always feel bad. Cause like you can easily tell which shows I watch versus which shows I don't <laughs> because gifts will come. Yeah. You gifts can't come really out hide games daily. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gifts come out of games daily all the time, but a show like, uh, P.S. I love you XOXO because it's YouTube based. A little bit harder to do yeah. uh, gifts out of. Uh, so like that one I've been listening to actually. That's a great example. But I love that they brought that back. Yeah. I'm super excited. Same. That was, I was listening to yours and Blessings episode during the weekend. And it was such a heartwarming thing where when you asked him and he was like, oh yeah, well I told Greg that I would like P.S. I yeah. love you back. And then now I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. it's back. Man. And I, I, I don't remember because when I do these shows, everything's a blur. I can't. We we, oh, we yeah. talked about our memory issues. But like, <laughs> I don't remember if I told him this, but I remember when he was doing his We Have Cool Friends episode, I thought mm-hmm. to myself and I told some other people like, this feels like a job interview. Like it, it, it really it, did. It, it like, feels it like. It really did. It feels like when a college team is recruiting the top prospect. Like they're, they're like yes. kind of showcase yeah. like look at what we all have here like sign with us and now seeing that he is officially now a member is like yeah that's totally what that was it makes it's sense. amazing it, I'm so happy for him he's killing it yeah. the Royal Rumble just happened as you well yep. know and it felt like such a Royal Rumble moment during the kind of funny I didn't know any of the even though I worked on the yep. video I didn't know any of the announcements beforehand I I all I knew was the recap part that I did 
And uh, Tim even said, he was like, I would love to tell you the announcements, but like, they're really cool. Yeah. You're going to want to see them live. And I'm like, okay, cool. But it felt like such a Royal Rumble moment where everybody knows Roman Reigns is going to win. Yep. Or everybody knows Snowbike Mike is their next hire. Yeah. Everybody can feel it. that It's in the air. Yep. Everybody's happy mm-hmm. about it. Everybody knows Snowbike Mike is next. And then it comes... And blessing pops on the screen, and you're like, "This is yep. even better than it I thought." It was a nice little Not fade snow, in like, video, like where yeah, oh, it was, was so good. And they and then he did the like, uh, you know, oh, I'd love to work for you one day. And I was like, these bastards yep. did it, mm-hmm. like they did it. It was great. And I and Greg has said it a million times. Um, I would not be surprised at all in five years if they have you know Snowbike and they have Chloe and they have uh, Belinda's now in the. I feel very, um, I feel the same way um, as that I imagine Belinda feels at the moment, where now she's in the games industry. And I was like, wow, I had this whole career trajectory Mm -hmm. of I wanted to be a content creator my whole life. um, And I wanted to work for a company that put out content. But somehow I found myself in a game like studio. It's like, now I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. That's in my interview, they asked me, like, Oh, where do you see yourself? He, he was he even said like, this is super cliche, but where do you see yourself in a few years? And I was like, I don't know. Didn't think I'd get this yeah. far. So this uh-huh. is like all, I feel very lucky for anything from here forward. Yeah, so for sure. that's uh so I could see them doing hype videos for announcing hires oh, for all those people. Corey, so I, any of those would be awesome. There are seven days in a week. I think <laughs> six of those nights I dream of me getting a hype video of announcing that I'm working oh for kind of funny. Like, See, and, and that's cool. the thing. Like so cool. I had, I had dreams after kind of funny life three that I would make it on stage for the next live event that happened with prom mm. prom happened. Oh wow. And then that's I was right. like, yeah. you know what? That night I had a dream. Like I'm going to be hired in the future eventually for kind of funny. And like, mm. I don't know when it's going to happen. I'm going to keep pushing for it. But <laughs> like you, man, I want that hype video so, so bad. Like Barrett's another it's great example. His video of introducing yeah. him. With a persona. Oh, it was, it's, so it was, it was genius. Like I, I want that moment because as, as wrestling fans, you want that pop, man. You, you, you want the pop, the music, the hit, pyro, everything. Barrett is such a good example of why I love Kind of Funny. And I, I wholly put my trust in the guys. Uh, because it's like I didn't know Barrett before he got hired. I like I knew him for the like the uh, what am I trying to think of the extra live yep. streams that he helped mm-hmm. out on, and I knew of his name and stuff. Like I said, I I don't really watch Beyond, and uh, apparently that's where he came from. Mm-hmm. I believe. Um, I think he was producer behind like, the scenes there. Yeah. Yeah, and like I hadn't heard of him, and he's like such a cool guy, and like I followed him on Twitter. They got the day that that uh, he got hired, and it's like wow, this is really cool. Like I. He, they, they've introduced me to this whole new person yeah. and he's like super awesome. Yeah. So I'm very excited for his links, uh, Lincoln review. Yeah. That'd be That's cool. Very exciting. Um, so kind of funny. You love him. Your best friend, you do amazing mm-hmm. things for him, which is awesome. Uh, but now we're at the point of the show where I have my guests bring an old game over Greggy show topic to, for us to discuss amongst ourselves and I try not to double dip on this one, but this one's special because this can change every year. So, Corey, oh, yeah. what are we going to talk about today? I uh, accidentally said it a bunch already in this episode, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm going back to 2017 and some other before then of uh, when the guys talked about what their New Year's resolutions were. 
Um, so that is our topic of, of what is our yeah. New Year's resolutions. I tried for 2020 not to make a whole lot of like specific declarations. Like, this is what I'm going to do this year. Like, yeah, like yeah. last year, I, I made a whole tweet thread of things that I wanted to do. And now looking mm-hmm. back at it, like, yeah, some of those things I did. I was pretty consistent with the show, which is still another resolution for this year. Uh, with, with everything that like I've got going on in my life, two jobs, my nieces, like I want to play games. I want to make stuff like it's hard to maybe yeah. like planning guests on this show is stressful. <laughs> I, I have never thought that that would be such a problem I have, until I started oh my, my own. <laughs> I have so many messages and I feel bad, but I don't want to say anything until I know I have time to like schedule everything out. But like. Being consistent on here is is still something, but going back to that tweet thread, I look back and like, yeah, no, I didn't do that, and I feel bad. Like I, mm-hmm. I and I, I feel like that is something where other people can see that I didn't achieve that, and like I feel like I'm oh, sadly yeah. being judged for that reason. <laughs> people are like, you remember that tweet thread? Because I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you had it pinned. I saw it. Um, but like obviously the one that i never hit every year is to become more healthy like i'm too big i'm a big guy i've been big my whole life it's Mm -hmm. it's something Uh, like i've started started and stopped and i i need to fully commit it now that i'm at a i finally found a doctor that my insurance takes and i like and i'm kind of like working my way into getting into like a steady rhythm and like i want to rejoin the gym and all that stuff but I don't like putting it out there often or I'm not going to, um, except for mm-hmm. this, of course, because I don't <laughs> want, I don't want to be mad at myself for not hitting it and seeing vi- physical proof. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Having there a record Ex- to hold exactly. you against. Exactly. And I realize uh, yep. some people are like, yeah, no, well, that's the point. You put it out there. Yeah. That's the accountability, I guess. But, but, but to me, like, it's just like, yeah, you were lazy. Like you, you, you're lazy, and then it just you know sets off like a depressive episode of me being down on myself. But uh, mm. what are some things that you want to hit in 2020? So to tie back into earlier, uh, the last year was was so crazy. I, I normally don't make resolutions, and then uh-huh. I committed to this topic, and I was like, sure, I got to make resolutions. Um, so it's really been a self uh, self reflective uh, couple of weeks for me, but. Um, Last year was so crazy for me that I like, I got this games job. I got paid by Kind of Funny, which was crazy. I got lost over seventy pounds. It was like it was a monumental year, and I was like so very happy. And I was like, how the fuck can you type top yeah. that? Sorry, I've gotten my language has gotten progressively worse as <laughs> the podcast has gone on. Uh, I was like, how do you top any of this? Um, so uh, what I want to do earlier uh, is to try to put myself out there more. Uh, I lived in Austin now for a year mm-hmm. and I've done literally nothing. Mm. I have like, so I, I've gone to see movies um, that, but I don't really count that. Yeah. Anything, uh-huh. whatever. I've gone to see movies. I go to work. I walk the cat. Uh, that's pretty much the main thing. And then like, I went to RTX. My brother was there, Okay, you know, so that doesn't yeah. count. Um, I went to raw when it came nice. here. My brother was there. I went to AEW a few weeks back. My brother was there. Uh-huh. So it's like, and then when my brother's there, you automatically have that crutch yeah. that you're like, okay, I'm just going to talk to him or I'm going to look at my phone. Mm-hmm. I don't have to get out there. I don't have to get out of my shell. So my plan for this year is to try to get 
a little bit more out there. Try to do some more stuff because then that'll naturally uh, build a network, not necessarily professionally, mm-hmm. but personally of people that you know. And it's like dating apps. So, oh, yeah. You know, maybe maybe I can meet somebody in person. Yeah. I doubt it. But, you know, the chance is there. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and so... That's, and I've actually, I just tweeted about it a minute ago. This is going to date this episode, but I just tweeted about it a minute ago. I made the first step forward where I bought a concert. I used to, when I was a kid, me and my family went to concerts all the time. I've I'm glad you clarified that, Corey, because real quick, you said, I bought a con. I was like, well, where are you going with this, Corey? I bought a con. You, you, you bought a condom? Is that where we're going with right now? I have <laughs> set the resolution. That's my first step. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Let me finish that sentiment. I bought a concert ticket um, for the band Star Set, if you've ever heard of no, them. No, I haven't. Um, who I really like. They're, so they, they've put uh, WWE has used them for a, a few theme okay. songs. They have a science-y like, theme to their music. And funny enough, it sounds like that their opener is a science YouTuber. I don't oh. know how that's going to happen, but whatever. Okay. And uh, when I was a kid, we, I went to like... 20 some odd concerts in a two year span because when we were in Midland, Odessa, for some reason, every alt rock band and their mom went through Midland, Odessa um, to where it's like Three Days Grace and Seether nice. and Stained yeah. and Puddle of Mud and Shine Down. And, and if they didn't go to Midland, Odessa, they went to Lubbock, Texas. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I saw so many people. And then I just, like, when I hit the age of 15 my dad you know had a change of heart with a lot of things and so he just kind of stopped going to concerts and then i moved out on my own i was like well nothing comes to amarillo and then i moved here and coed and cambria was here the week before rtx last year and i that was another thing that i was like i want to go do i want to go i want to go and then i wanted to go and the event came and i was like no i don't think i'm gonna go Mm. and then i felt bad about not going and i regretted not going so i have committed to this concert in may Um, And I'm like, I'm going to go by myself. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be weird. Uh, But kind of like a meet and greet, everybody is there for the same reason. But again, this is where the problem comes Uh in, you know, because I can't just be like, you hear about that star set, (laughs) you know, like it doesn't work like that. Uh, And then then you just become the weird guy, you know, who's like, what's your favorite song? It's just, it's so weird. And so I'm not looking forward. I'm looking forward to yep. it, but I'm not looking forward I gotcha. to it. I got you. So that's, that's the main thing. And then the other thing um, is I want, now that I'm at the studio, uh, you have to work on a game to get your name. Cause you know, uh, the studio can work on different yeah. projects. And if you didn't work on that project, your name's not getting in the credits mm. and we're working on some very cool things. And I'm hoping to get my name in, in a credit awesome. uh, at some point. You know, I always call myself a fake game developer because by all intents and purposes, I like technically am a game developer, but like I don't develop the game. Mm -hmm. I make milestone videos, you know, (laughs) to send to a publisher or to send to whoever. Um, So it's like I I, it'll be really cool to have my name in a game, um, regardless if it's in the studio ops or whatever. So those are my two things is try to get out more, get my name in the credits. That'll be dope. That's great. Make more gifts, but that's like a stable yeah. thing. You know, I'll just, that's one of those things that like, like I had, um, oh my gosh, I literally just forgot his name. He asked me on Twitter to make him a gif about this Mountain Dew thing. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I've never made a Mountain Dew gif, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, oh, you mentioned him earlier. Prince Jack. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, 
he hit me up on Twitter and he was like, Hey, can you make this Mountain Dew gif? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do yeah. it. So, so that's, uh, that's the other little resolution that I have is, is just keep you going on the gifts, try to make cooler gifts, learn more about the software mm-hmm. and, and, uh, just stretch the limits of what I can do with it. And that's the most fun part of the gif is, is, uh, cause I, I always try, I do make a lot of gifts that are just cutouts of the moment. Um, but for me going into making a gif, it's always like, I want to add on to what the guys do and I want to enhance it in my sure. own little way. Like a- uh, Andy throwing his sunglasses. Let's have a big explosion happen in the background. That'd be dope. Yeah. And I did it and he loved it. I thought it looked shitty, uh-huh. but he really liked it. It's like Greg doing the Wolverine shink things. It's like, let's have claws come out. Um, and that turned out all yeah. right, but it's all about just playing around with mm-hmm. it. So I go on tangents a lot. <laughs> no, that's cool though. I, I it, it, that's something that's that's kind of kind of ties into to one of my resolutions. It's just to like get better at being a host on podcasts, get better at yeah. editing, get better at you know pretty much everything because I want to be, I, you know, I, I mentioned it not that long ago. I want to be a employee of kind of funny. I want to work for somebody in that way. Um, now that my passions have kind of changed and I want to, you know, get out of mm. teaching and try to find something that I'm happy doing. Um, yeah. so that is one of the things I want to do is just kind of like get better at everything. Um, selfishly, I would love for one of my resolutions to be the up and comer of 2020. Like I, I, oh, be cool, I, I, I'll probably, probably be the oldest up and comer <laughs> that they'll ever have, but <laughs> no you know what? That, like man. it no is, shame. It's something that I really want to really want, and I, I think it's awesome. And I, I've emailed Greg of how awesome that opportunity is, and it would it'd be incredible. Mm. It's just incredible. Whoever gets it, like there are so many amazing yeah, people. Yeah, it's awesome. The reason why I do this show is because there's so many amazing people doing amazing things, and even if they aren't creating content, like they're just amazing humans, and, and like there's mm-hmm. so yeah. many people that would 100%. fit that bill and, and do a great job. But it would mean the world to me if i were to do that um uh yeah yeah that's that's the other one like it's not like super important but like i want to get a platinum every month in 2020 like at least one okay okay uh i've got one days gone starting off good in january oh yes Um, that's a good start i'm going to have another one in the next couple days when i finish lost (laughs) legacy i just have the crushing playthrough to get through which is whoo Man, now are you gonna give yourself the escape door of letting them roll no. over? Like, do you already know? Okay, I have okay. to start it, or Days Gone? No, I actually did restart it in January, so I'm good there. Um, I want it's nice, got a okay. the caveat being I have to start it in the month. So like I okay, I, I can't well, like yeah. for Uncharted I can't wait until February first to just pop that platinum. Be like down. I have one trophy <laughs> yeah, no, 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 left. No. Like <laughs> that is something I want to do because that's. You know, going back to last year, I wanted to play more games. I fell off pretty hard last year. I was just stressed out yeah. doing so many. Yeah. I, like, I've missed out on a lot of cool stuff. I felt like last year was, I feel like a lot of people said this, but it was kind of dry for me sure, last yeah. year, just as a whole. Yeah, it, uh, it was, I don't know. There was a lot of, a lot of empty space sure. in the year for me. Yeah. Um, you know, then there's obviously go to the movies. Last year was the worst movie attendance of my entire life. Um, I, th- I oh, think I really? went to the theater eight times. Like, it's not... Okay. Uh, three of those, I think, were for Endgame. 
<laughs> like it was <laughs> it's so good um, it's such a good movie but i love movies like besides games like that's what i use to escape this reality mm. we all live in and yeah uh being at the movie theater that i go to is 45 minutes away it makes it a little tough oh oh yeah. my gosh yeah and yeah. that's like where i listen to podcasts is when i drive to the movies because i have the time there oh. um but i want to get back to so it. is that like with with it being like 45 minutes away and and you were talking about that it's like a special thing so is that like a is that like something that you like really look forward to is like going to the movies where you're like, this is, this is an occasion for me. Like that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. And, um, especially like if I'm, if I need a mental day from subbing, like I, I, I don't Mm -hmm. have to go to my second job. I'll sometimes I'll go to like double, triple features. Like I used to do that all the time. Okay, cool. And I love those days. I, when I get home at like nine 30 at night, I was like, man, I really wasted a day, but like, I did nothing. I did but nothing but watch totally movies. Totally worth it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I want to do that again because everyone's talking about all these great movies last year, and I didn't see any of them. Like Parasite, Farewell. Mm. I've heard so much about Parasite. Yeah, same. It's it's crazy. I, I and I've I've heard uh, from my friend Mike, who does kind of NYC. He's been on the show. Um, nice. He was like, go in go in to that movie without knowing anything about it. It'll make it so much better. Mm. So I have no idea what that movie's about. That I think that's maybe the, I think he was talking about Parasite. I think that's what Greg was talking about when we were popping our Borderlands Three plats um, that day, where he was like, "Oh yeah, we saw a plat. Oh, we saw Parasite," and I was like, "Oh, I need to see that." And he was like, "Yeah, don't don't look anything yeah. up about it. Like just go." And I was yeah, like, oh, that that that's intriguing intriguing to me because there's I think yeah. I mean, we live in a world where trailers kind of give away everything, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. So That's true. That's knowing true. that there is a movie that is made better by not knowing anything beforehand is, is pretty <laughs> awesome. So I want to – movies oh, yeah. for sure is something. Um, you know, everything – my resolutions are very much like materialistic. Like I would go to concerts more, yeah. go to movies – uh, oh yeah, I know that. Atten- that's that's what mine was too. Atten- atten- go out, do stuff. Attend, uh, go to more Mets games because I didn't go to any last year. Oh uh, no, I went to one last year. Mm. But like, you know. But on the on the flip side, I think those are very like uh, defining is kind of a hard harsh word, but I'm going to use it. But like a defining experience, you know, you could have an experience at a Mets game that you're like, I'm forever grateful to these for guys. Sure. So I mean, I don't I don't blame you at all for stuff like that. You can go to a movie experience. I'll never forget My Hero Academia, um, Two Heroes. Is that the new one? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever the first movie was, um, during the final fight scene, it's like, spoiler alert for a three-year-old movie or two-year-old <laughs> movie, whatever. Um, but, like, it's All Might and Deku for the first time ever, like, fighting together against somebody. And the girl next to me just lost it, like, full-on tears and was, like, crying and like I wasn't crying, My Hero Academia gets me crying all the mm-hmm. time. But like I wasn't crying, but I'll never forget that because she was so yeah. invested that it was like she just was so overcome with joy. And so yeah, like I'll never oh. fault anybody. I, for I've going got a couple movies. awesome movie experiences like that for sure. Like Snakes on They're a Plane. They're so good. Have you? I, oh, really? I saw that <laughs> a couple of days earlier. Early at the theater, they had like an advanced screening for Snakes on a Plane, oh, yeah. and me and my friends in high school we all piled into like a. Uh, it was like a van or like it was a car where you could fit like eight people and we all piled in yeah. and drove there 
And it was one of those things where everyone in the audience was in on it. Like, yeah, this is a stupid, campy movie. <laughs> so we were yelling yeah. and screaming the whole time. We all said the, the famous line, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. All at the same time, at <laughs> full volume. That's so um, good. I That's saw awesome. Gravity in theaters. I had the theater oh, by yeah. myself. Nobody Dang. was in. Those are always the greatest. But ones. like for Gravity, where there's so much silence and you feel alone yeah. by watching her being alone in space, but you're also alone in the room. Mm. What a good point. Super, yeah. super special. That's why I love that movie so much, yeah. partly because of that. But yeah, wow. no, I, yeah, I want more experiences like that. Like I have tons of wrestling yeah. ones where like I've been there for a lot of very monumental things. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's they're awesome. coming back to yeah, New York. Yeah, being in New York, that's awesome. Yeah. Because they go there, like, I feel like WrestleManias are there. Like, did you go to the Rock Cena one? Uh, Rocks. Wasn't that no. in New York? Oh, yes, it was actually. The second one. Yeah, I was there for that one. Yeah. I was 29. See, that's awesome. That's crazy. That was also the... Rock is like the main guy I haven't seen. Oh, yeah. Rock is... That theme song hits different when you're there in person, for sure. <laughs> I bet, man. <laughs> I bet. That's, it's like Stone Cold's when I was at uh, the Rumble, and he wasn't in it, but he came before and uh, when it was in dallas uh-huh. no san antonio uh-huh. san antonio um and his whole thing is texas so I'll, like of course he was there and uh yeah the the glass hit and you're like oh my yeah. god this is amazing Absolutely. like it's so it's that and the rock are like and for me personally Shawn michaels because he's i have never met the man but he is he's the reason i got yep. into wrestling and i absolutely love a lot of his for sure. work so yeah um yeah so when it comes to resolutions like I don't have like super serious ones. Of course, I'm gonna want to get healthy, but like I don't want to put, no. I don't want to put need, unneeded pressure on me to do that. Like I know I have to do it. It, for real. Like I have, I have dealt hardcore with that. Where it's like, all right, I've lost you know seventy whatever pounds, and I get all beat up on myself because I'm like, oh, I gained two pounds. Today. Yeah, and I and then I like get you know on to myself and then I'll talk to my mom and she'll do the classic mom thing where she's like, don't beat yourself mm-hmm. up over mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, I know, but it's like internally you're at, you're of two minds where you're like beating yourself up. And then you're like, why am I beating myself up? I've already done really good. Yeah. But it's like, once you've had that taste of like losing, like you go want to keep going, uh, obviously not to like an unhealthy yeah. portion, mm-hmm. but I still have a little while before I'm unhealthy. And uh, it's like, it, it's been a legit struggle of like, I have to check myself before I wreck yeah. myself sometimes mm-hmm. where it's like, it's like, dude, chill out. Like have a sandwich yeah. or something. Like it's yeah. fine. You, you're not gonna, I've, I've, the world's not gonna blow yeah. up. I, I, I've already killed it. Like I can, I can slack a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. It's been, yeah. I had <laughs> for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I had a halo top pint every nice. night and Sunday yeah. I felt, real bad about it but i was like you know what it's real rumble yeah. i'm gonna do Absolutely. it like let's go ahead and yeah, do yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> um so unless you have any other resolutions uh to put out there we can move on no nah, i mean not necessarily i have a weird one yeah, of like for it. i know what i know what i like i know what i don't like and this is gonna sound really like we were talking about book snob earlier it's in the same vein of that i don't necessarily know why and i couldn't communicate mentally or verbally necessarily why i like the things that mm-hmm. i do So I'm trying a new thing this year. I bought a fancy journal, uh, like with Golden Compass. I wrote down like what I didn't like about the movie versus what I liked about the book and stuff like that. So I want to start trying to nail down and boil down uh, what I like about a property, whether it be a game, a movie, a book, whatever, uh, what I don't Mm -hmm. like and like 
why it hits me the way that it does. Oh, that's like, cool. Okay. I want to try to understand that a little bit more, which it, it feels weird because I feel like you don't need to know that stuff. You just, you know, I like this because I like it. But some people are so good at articulating, oh, I, you know, why this game didn't hit yep, with them. I, I get that feeling. Sometimes when you're talking yeah, about a that's movie what, or a game. I want to try to be able to do that. Yeah. Sometimes you're talking yeah. about something and it's just like, I know why I don't like it, but it's not coming out of my yeah. mouth. It's not, it's not doing the exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I want to, it's like, I went to community college for film. <laughs> like I should be able to articulate oh, man. character motivation or whatever. Like, that is the worst for me being a teacher. Like people are like, Oh, you said something wrong. It's like, you're a teacher. You should know how to, you know, proper grammar. <laughs> I'm sorry. I teach little kids. Yeah. You're like, sue me. Calm down. <laughs> um, yeah. What are you going to do, idiot? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you, 10? Get out of here. <laughs> um, so those have been our uh, 2020 resolutions. Um, let's let's hope we, we hit it. I believe in us. We got I, I believe in us. We're we're gonna Absolutely. hit it by the end of the year, man. Nice. You're gonna be a model, and I'm gonna be going to. I'm gonna be talking to people left go. and right. The, it's gonna be. You know nuts. what we can what we can make happen with that, Corey? Uh, I will what be so happen? fit and so strong that we will enter the WWE, <laughs> and you can be my manager and just oh talk to everybody, God, and I'll do all do the it. damage in the ring. <laughs> I'm there we in, go. man. I'm in. I'll just talk to people at the front yeah. row. Like, are you exactly this like he's killing it right now? <laughs> uh, our, uh, our, our question uh, for the episode for you, Corey, uh, everyone uh, listening. If you want to tweet questions for my guest, look at the Twitter account, BFS talk funny. I tweet out um, when I have a guest coming on to ask questions. Um, so look for that one. And our one question is from Chris young from at young tough one. I believe the TOF is, is tough one. Um, We've seen Corey's gifts emerge almost immediately after seeing the captured acts live. How does he edit and get them out so quickly? Are you a time traveler, Corey? Is that what what happened? (laughs) (laughs) So as soon as I saw this uh, question, I was like, oh, he's going to be really disappointed because it's like super basic. Like there's there's no trick to it. I've set it up by gifts, uh, by streams before um, where it's like I... I just clip it using Twitch clips. Uh, if it's a YouTube stream, it's it's a whole thing. I gotta use OBS mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a whole shebang. But for Twitch, it's they come out super easy because I can Twitch, I can clip them. And then Kebabs recently taught me that I can download straight from Twitch. I still haven't been doing it because I get stuck in my yeah. own ways. But um, I go to a website called Clipper, which is one of those real sketchy websites where it's got like ads of girls in bikinis mm. and it's like a whole thing and. It's like download you, our Chrome. You click the wrong I'm thing. Like, I'm on my work. And you have viruses everywhere. Yeah, and you're done. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so you really have to navigate. Yep. <laughs> and so I just plug it in there. It downloads it as an MP4. I throw it into After Effects. And I've been doing it long enough, um, editing in general, but also GIFs specifically, to where I kind of know like what the moment calls for. If it's if it's just a regular text thing, I kind of have it down. I'm very basic in what I do now with with the bounce, uh, they, I try to have all my text bounce on unless the scene makes sense for it to pop on or slide mm-hmm. on or whatever. Um, but yeah, I have the keyframes down of like go seven to the right and do, you know, your keyframe and one to the left and you know, whatever. And so, yeah. And then you pump them out, throw them into Photoshop. And for the most part, Photoshop's super straightforward on how I get them out through that. And yeah, they're, they're super straightforward that way. If I'm trying to do it a little bit more, 
uh, the other common theme of tonight has been beating yourself yeah. up. Um, I, uh, I'm really bad about that is I'm like, it's been 10 minutes since this happened. Like, and I'm still working on this gif. What the hell? And, uh, I know if something's on my screen for more than like 10 minutes that it's like either something has gone wrong and I'm just not doing it the way that I want it to, or I'm getting frustrated at myself or something like that. Um, or it's just a tough mm-hmm. one. Um, but yeah, they, they're super easy for the most part. And then like today, uh, was the interview for uh, BVS, and some of those were just clip it and send it yeah. out, and they're super easy. And then we have a uh, on the back end, uh, behind the scenes thing that I think I have mentioned on Twitter a couple times, and I think Greg has mentioned a couple times. Is we have a uh, we have a official in quotations, we have an official gift drive, like a just a Google Drive that the guys set up, and so oh, nice. Okay. Uh, at first, it was every. It was just all the gifts. It was just all of them, and it was a pain mm-hmm. to find anything. And we got to the point where Greg hit me up one day, and he was like, hey, do we have this GIF? And I was like, no. And he was like, <laughs> okay. And I was like, I was like, but that makes me think I'm going to restructure them. So now it's like a nice little file tree where you have like kind of funny part-timers, oh, other nice. guests, okay. and in kind of funny. It's got his own little thing. But, yeah, so I throw them out on a Twitter. I the other thing that's really frustrating is I try to be funny uh-huh. with them and uh, sometimes it doesn't work out, but sometimes it does. And I'll just sit there and like rack my brain trying to think of a joke. And they're so specific. Sometimes it is just a problem. And so I'll throw them on Twitter. And as I'm doing that, I'll throw them in our gift drive. And then while I'm doing that, I'll put it on uh, tenor.com mm-hmm. uh, Cause that's how they show up on the Twitter keyboards. Uh-huh. And they normally show up a few hours after I submit them. But yeah, so that's, I try to put them out fast and I try to put them out at a good quality, but I'll definitely sacrifice the speed for quality. I don't want to put something out. Like I said, I misspelled toilet earlier and I had to, I had already closed the After Effects project and completely dumped it. Normally they're throw away the project. Um, So I had to recreate the whole scene and it was longer than it should have been. But yeah, so that's, that's how they get out kind of speedy is I just, I know what I'm doing at this point to where I know what a GIF uh-huh. is going to call for. Um, and sometimes like this week uh, at work, it's been like after effects is tied up. I haven't done much gifting and it's been like, I'll do, I'll throw it in a premiere if it's a super easy, like tracking GIF mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and uh, yeah, so that's, that's a little look behind how they get made, but they're super easy. I say it on my stream all the time. There's no trick to it. Like if you know how to edit or if you know motion graphics, you can do it. Oh, hundred percent. Like any, it's like uh, into the spider verse. Anybody can be the gift maker. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, speaking about speedy before we end this episode, I got to take you through the Makuga zone, Corey. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Uh, for those, I forgot. If this about is this your one. first time listening to the show, uh, Josh Makuga, friend of Kind of Funny and just all around fantastic person. Um, I have ripped this straight from his YouTube show. I'm sorry, Josh. Please don't yell at me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put three minutes on the clock, and I'm going to ask you, Corey, uh, questions, icebreaker type questions. First thing that comes to your mind. Uh, you say um, all of these icebreaker questions are from elfster.com. Uh, so you can go to those if you need some icebreaker questions. <laughs> I feel like you need to be sponsored. Yeah, I know, right? I should I hit like them up. This. Like, hey, Elfster. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm using, I'm using this. this. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try not to repeat things, but some of these are just too good uh, to not ask. <laughs> um, so, Corey, are you ready to enter the Makuga Zone? 
I am ready. All right. Three minutes on the clock, and here we go. Would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin? Uh, panda is fluffier. Uh, would you want to live forever? No. How many pull-ups can you do in a row? Ooh, I haven't tried. I'm going to say seven. Uh, what's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? Uh, probably like 95. All the roads here are 85 speed limit, by the way. Damn, that's so, insane. So you just like <laughs> go by. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, how many hours of sleep do you need? Uh, like eight. I'm pretty normal. Uh, okay. What's your favorite carb? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? I really miss pasta. That's the one. Uh, it's so good. I love Italian food. Are rats cute? No. Jesus. <laughs> um, what does the acronym SCUBA stand for? Oh, my God. Um, something under under the ocean. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many cups of coffee do you drink per day? I don't drink coffee. Same. So zero. <laughs> uh, have you ever slapped someone in the face? No. I need to. Uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Resolution right there. Slap someone in the face. Yes. Um, <laughs> giving presents or getting presents? I, if they're the right presents, getting. But giving is like nicer. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you had a child, what would you want that? Or, excuse me. Not would. What? Hold on. This is worded so weird. I'm not even going to ask it anymore. <laughs> Elfstar.com. Get get an editor or get something. Get it together. Come on I don't now. want this sponsorship um, anymore. <laughs> do you like the smell of gasoline? Sometimes, yeah. Uh, do you know the definition of Triska decaphobia? No, it sounds scary, though. I feel like that's a fear of outside. I'm not sure. Um, oh. oh, okay. Ask permission or beg forgiveness. I've learned in my life forgiveness is actually way more convenient because permission, they say no all the time. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Uh, how many redheads are you friends with? Ooh, uh, I can't name a single one right now. Uh, uh, I'm going to say two, though, just to cover okay. my base. Uh, a kind of funny brand question. If the toilet paper roll is really low but not completely <laughs> out, do you replace it or leave it for someone else? Leave it. Those are some valuable <laughs> squares left on there. Yeah. Uh, do you go or did you go to a sleepaway summer camp as a kid? I went to a band camp and I got three days in and called my parents crying and they came and picked oh, me up. Man, what kind of instrument were you there for? <laughs> Cornet, nice, like a trumpet. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever seen a kangaroo in person? No. Uh, when people stand up for a standing ovation, are you usually one of the pe- pe- earlier people to stand up or one of the later? I follow everybody's leads. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm a later. Are dogs people? Uh, I feel like by definition, no. <laughs> uh, if there's a spider in your house, do you kill it or set it free? In the house, you kill it. In the hallway, like outside my apartment, you can leave it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, what's the most number of hours you've watched TV in a single day? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm going to say like 16. That seems really high, though. That seems really high. Let's 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 go down to like ten. Okay. Let's, go, let's say ten. I was about to say, going from one of your earlier answers, you sleep for eight hours, you watch sixteen hours of TV, and you go back to bed. <laughs> it's like fasting. I'm on that eight sixteen. There you plane. go. You know I mean? uh, and last question: um, polka dots or stripes? 
I guess stripes. There was a stripes gum when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. That was delicious. The, the zebra fruit the stripe gum. Yeah. yeah. They came in like uh, like band-aids or something. Yep. Like a tin that was like mm-hmm. band-aids. It was mm-hmm. so good. Those... I saw I saw two kids get in a fight with pool cues at band camp. <laughs> I think that was the I think that was the that was the kicker for me that I was like I'm not into all this. Oh, I gotta man. go. I gotta go. Uh, I mean, yeah. One kid passed out because he only drank monsters all weekend. What? And it was like we had a whole meeting. They brought us all outside. I don't know what this place was, man. Uh, they brought us all outside. They were like, "You have to hydrate." They, it, it was very self-sufficient. They were like, "Your parents all gave you two hundred dollars. Don't blow it in a week." And then we all went across the street to uh, to United, which is like H U B, and we just all spent it on hot pockets and stuff. And then three <laughs> days later, I was gone. I wasted two hundred dollars of my parents' money. Yeah. And that band camp sounds tough. intense. I got interviewed because of that fight where they were like, "What did you see?" And I don't remember what I saw, but I definitely remember seeing a kid hit another kid with a pool cue. Did the pool so. Did the pool cue break over his head like a, in an action movie? I feel like in my cinematic brain, yes, yeah. but in real life, I don't know. Oh, maybe, damn. maybe not. But I definitely they were playing pool. Tensions arose, uh-huh. and they uh, they were used as weapons. Man, there was a, it was a nuts. barroom brawl at your band camp. Yeah, we were uh, seventh. We were seventh graders. Wow. And we went to Texas A and M in Canyon, Texas. Uh, drove four hours to get there. I made it like three days, called my parents crying, and they sent my grandparents to come pick me up oh, the next man. day. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> you know what else is fantastic? This episode, Corey. Thanks for coming on. It has been. Uh, it's been over two hours. It did not feel that way. Like that is, It's been a stonker. I like yeah, it. it. I had a great time. Stonker in a good way. <laughs> yeah. um, thanks for coming. It was amazing. Uh, Thank if, you for having me. Man. Of course. If people want to find you on the interwebs, where can they find you? Uh, so I'm at Corey Cudney on Twitter is the easiest way to find me uh, on Twitch. I'm Corey Cudney. If you want to follow my work, uh, you can go to at certain affinity. We're making some dang cool stuff. Uh, so look out for that. But yeah, all my personal stuff is just my name. Nice. Um, you can follow me at who that ninja 73 on Twitter and on PSN. Uh, if you like PlayStation, my PlayStation show, uh, The Trophy Room, is at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Bad Bit Games is where the video version lives. Um, if you're in the New York area, hit up kindanyc.com to see what kind of community meetups we got going on. Um, next month, we're going up to PAX East. We got a bunch of community things going on, as well as uh, we're trying to go to every single panel that includes a kind of funny best friend to show support of them doing awesome things. So uh, at kind of NYC on Twitter, we'll have all that stuff as well. And um, until next time, remember, be kinda to one another. Bye.